This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Ian Bolton. You're right, Nat. You're absolutely right. Volvic does taste of ash. Yes. She's still talking. Still talking about fucking Volvic. Yes. It doesn't taste of it ash. Does. Like it volca- doesn't it taste ta- volcanic. No, you've heard the word volvic, you've got to volcano, and you've convinced yourself it, it tastes of metallic. water. It's metallic. Welcome to the show. Coming up on the show today at 2.30 we have Bryony Rawl and David Ellis from Shitface Shakespeare. They'll be in the studio. <laughs> then at 3.15, Elliot James Langridge from the film Habits will be in the studio. So that's also in the studio. We don't, probably didn't need to put in the studio. Is that important? Yeah, in the studio? otherwise it could be on phone, couldn't it? Oh yeah, and then what would people do? Set this wrong, yeah. right? And, and no offense at all. Do you not think that they sound like really shit guests? Shit faced guests. No, do you know what I mean though? No. And I'm, I'm, I'm almost always wrong when I think that. Yes, yeah, so you're so always wrong. So that's normally today. a good. That's normally a good sign that I go. But no, I think they oh, sound like if shit they're guests. Now, then they won't be coming in, will they? No guests for you. Well, then if they don't come in, that'll prove that they're shit. <laughs> Saying, don't sulk. I'm not saying that they are shit. I'm you saying that. It's hard that, to get you guests. Is it hard to get me guests? Yeah, you is say it? stuff like that. Oh, fucking brilliant. Ian Bolton. Hello, welcome to the show. I love that. I love that. What? Is it really gen- like genuinely um, hard to get me to get guests? No, not as hard as it, could, as it should be. As it, no, as <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> No. Um, no, I do. I like, but I like the idea of that being like known about me. Oh, it's really difficult to get well, guests. Well, I mean, there are some PRs that love this show. Yeah, and yeah, will yeah. go, if I, if I try to put it on someone else's show, they go, oh, can we do Ian? But then there are, there are there's a couple of other PRs that when I sort of suggest this show, yeah. they go, oh, someone else's, please. Right, who's that? What not, PR It doesn't companies? matter who they are, because they go on lots of other shows, so it doesn't matter for this point in time. But no, they can still go on other shows. Yeah, it's just it's just a couple of acting type ones. Right. But that's um, that's not the PR company's job. Um, I th- well, yeah. That's the client's when job. When I had a to conversation with them and said that you know you have a lot of actors on the show, particularly yeah. female actors, um, which you do, I think you've had. I mean, no, you're making me sound like I'm fucking creepy, and I'm no, not. No, it was like they were like, oh, I know, I appreciate he was a former comedian or whatever, but I think the style is a little too not for us. So, you right. know, you can't win them all, can you? Then go on Nick Helm show. You're so dis- go on Nick Helm show. <laughs> yeah, who's <laughs> <laughs> a current comedian and like much as I adore Nick, mm. that's not. That's oh, not a safe lovely, space, lovely. is it? No, it is. He's lovely to his guests. In what way? He would never say that guests sound shit before they before he's met them or they've come on. He'd say it off air, though. Well, I don't think he would, actually. He definitely would. Well, he hasn't he done. He definitely would. That only means I've booked him nice guests, then, because he's never said it. Right. Um, can we start booking people and then unbooking them? 
Why? Just to know, so I can claim a bit of the power. So we just start okay. booking people and then like ten minutes. Should we unbook these guests now? I don't. We can't do it now. Ring the PR company and no. say say Ian's changed his mind. It doesn't sound like it's for him. Right. Okay. Because no, it not, doesn't. I'm doing that today. What? Well, you don't even know who they are. You know. You already know. And we have had discussions actually on this show and off air mm-hmm. that I fucking hate things where people are drunk. I hate drunk histories. I think it's one of the worst programs ever made. Right. I think it's disgusting as a show. Why is it disgusting? Because it's not fucking funny. Because I've been to AA meetings with, with pals and that. It's not mm. funny. Okay. Someone that leathered. Well, why like, don't you really tell not. them that and they come in and just say that? About because that, because that then is rude to them. That's true. That then is rude to them. It's been going it doesn't on matter. for a long time. So well, was Jordan. Ask them for sober So were the fucking Christians and the Lions. It didn't mean say that while I'm on my show. Say for Actually, if you can book the Christians, do book them on the show. The Christians? The band. The, the Harvest for the World. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, I would like yeah. them on. And some, if you can book a lion, a lion one day as well, I would like to interview a lion. Wouldn't that be good to it? <laughs> Excuse me, I got very wheezy. Wouldn't it be good to uh, interview a, wa- uh, a lion? Yeah, from outside the building. No, like, put it, just put it in that chair. Just have a lion just sat there. Could it be... <laughs> I'd love to do that. Do you remember when we had um, the human pony? Could we have a human lion? I would be interested human in that. Human pony? Do you remember we had Spot? We had the human dog. dog. The human, and we had a pony Still as well. Still not been talking for a walk. With, walk with Spot, the dog. I meant it. I know, that. I know. That would be so much and fun. And dogs really wanted to do it as well. I wanted to go for my fear as well. From going Your for a fear. Run. It was not actually a dog. Um, I don't remember a human pony yeah, at all. Yeah, we had a pony on as well. Was I remember it? it. Oh, no, hang on. They weren't in the studio, were they? No, no, they were on the phone. And Dodds interviewed them? Yeah. On the phone? But a human lion... Here he comes. Oh, it's bringing some water for you, Toby. Here comes the serial killer. That's T- Toby. What's, what is that? What's that? What did you say? I said a big water. A massive water, like a big two-litre oh, bottle. Oh, he meant a two-litre. The biggest one they had, apparently. Lies. Sack of everyone. in was. that shop across the road? I didn't go. Someone's lying to you. Well, I mean, it's a lie, because li- I will be going who in the break. Who is lying? Who, who got who it? Who lied? Who got it? Name them. Who lied? B... It was what? It was B that got it. B? Yeah. What's B? She's the new insect insect that we've uh, got <laughs> next door. The human right. insect. No, she's an AP. I mean, thank you for going, but... Thanks, B. Thanks, B, for going to across yeah, the thanks, road to B get the water. Road. Maybe you didn't to give her enough me, money. To get me a gulp of water. Maybe you didn't get her enough money. I've got loads of change. Okay. <laughs> well, that is a big water. Right, anyway. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, human lion. No, we weren't talking about a human lion. It's about a human horse. Um, Barry... Interviewed them. I remember that. I was he asking did, the yeah. question, so I put Barry on the phone to the person. But I think was that not the same day as the dog? Yeah, it was. It was both. Did, was I when think you were going through your bestiality two, fetish I mean, period. I got over that. Um, it, I think it was two yeah, different shows. Too many of them. <laughs> they were all human animals, right? So this human lion, I think I'd fancy that. Yeah, you were telling me something sexy before we came on air. I forgot what it was now, and I told you to shut up and tell me on air. Oh, about sending me nudes. Mm. Oh, yeah, we were just talking about You that. asked me what I would do if you sent me a picture yeah, of your tits. Yeah, because you said, let's say, you said, I can't believe I've never seen your tits yet. That's true, I did say you that. You said that I did to say me, that. and I said But that. I didn't say it, can I just say I didn't go, hey, no, I can't believe I've never seen your tits. I didn't say it like that. I said it very matter-of-factly in, it, from the chat it. we were having. Like, you know, we've known each other for a while, you can't believe that you've yeah. never seen my breasts. And I yeah. said, you, I said to you, you would freak out if I sent you, <laughs> apropos to nothing, yeah. just a picture of me my boobs I think you would freak like, out only if they're like blue or something like I wouldn't be not avatar I wouldn't freak out that's what I mean though oh. that's the only time I'd freak Smurfs. out is if you sent a picture it was like what? They're, made, they're made of wood I would love to know I might no I'm not going to do look it like Groot <laughs> flashing tits Groot Groot's from Guardians of the Galaxy oh, I don't watch that riff raff okay. but, uh, but um, also that's not a sentence but okay but I, if I just sent you a picture of 
me. I just do out of the think, blue. Yeah, I do think or the blue's out. The blue is out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think you would be like, oh my god. I don't think you'd know what to do, would you? I'd know what to do. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it'd be fine. Oh, it'd be fine, would it? I've told you. I've had friends. People who are friends send me nudes and stuff. Why? Just do. Would you send like, me not, a not picture even... of your penis? Well, well, all right, okay. If you want. No, but would you? You wouldn't, would you? I wouldn't do it out of the blue. I wouldn't like do it. I wouldn't just send you an unsolicited dick shot. But if, if I text you and said, "Can I please have a, a picture of your dick?" <laughs> and I'd say, "Why?" Yeah, right. Well, okay, well let's do, let's do okay. the text exchange now. I don't know how this works. <laughs> okay, I'm in the garden. I'm gardening. Okay. <laughs> right, go on. Hi, how are you? All right, um, thank you, mate. Oh, oh, oh if we're waiting. Yeah, yeah I, do I, it text I, by text. Oh, okay. Hi, how are okay. you? All right, I'm just in the garden. I'm knackered. Oh, okay. I've sent that text so many times this week to people. <laughs> just in the garden. <laughs> yeah. I'm knackered. Yeah. Oh, sorry to hear that. Can you send me a picture of your dick? Excuse me. Can you send me a picture of your dick? Why? Just fancy having a look at it. For what reason? Re- research. Okay. Can you sign and return this form, please? Sure. Send me the dick. <laughs> That'd be an NDA. That's okay. That'd be an NDA. So. <laughs> <laughs> Although you wouldn't be able to anyway. Why? If you requested a, a dick pic of me and I sent it to you and then you put it into the public domain... Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't do you, that. No, no, I'm, I'm saying... That's the, like I'm, what I'm saying is you wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't need an NDA no, now because no, no, that no. is actually legal. Yeah. But that wouldn't alter that it was in the public domain. That's also worrying to me that you'd think I would even do that because that makes me feel like, well, would you do that to picture of my boobs? No, but it would be suspicious to me for you to suddenly say to me, send me a picture of your yeah, dick. as it would for you to text me randomly and go, hey, how are you doing? Send tits. Right, on, but I didn't do that. Th- this entire conversation started with you saying, what would I do right, if right. you sent me a, a picture of your tits apropos of nothing? I think because we've had this conversation I've never a lot actually sent me years. Well, no, that's not true. I have actually sent me news, but I've done it as a... We've done it as a, a joke, joke and we've, we've said nude things. And we said, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So um, uh, if you were just if you just sent them out of the blue, mm-hmm. that would be suspicious to me. And, oh, and yeah, if yeah. you just asked me out of the blue... Like, if we were chatting and getting flirty and that, yeah, and yeah. getting like, oh, no, stop it. No, Wouldn't it be question two, though, would it? Like, no. hello, well, what, first Re- question? Relatively quick mover. <laughs> yeah, well, it wouldn't be, like, first question, really, hello, how are you? Oh, how are you is yeah. a question. Second question, send, yeah. send me nudes. So the conversation we just acted out, if that was text, I would treat that as suspicious. I would assume that my phone has been stolen and someone else is texting good on call, actually, me. Good call, actually, good call. I would assume that from you, if you just went, send your tips. I'd say, um, can you take a picture of yourself holding today's newspaper, please? With your tits out, <laughs> I just want them underneath the. But what <laughs> I want if? the newspaper to cover your face. But what I if? Just don't have them man. <laughs> underneath is what but I want. But what if? I do want that picture now. No, but what if you? If it was no text and yeah, yeah, you just yeah. got a, you just got a photo. Say it's three a.m. There's every chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. And you just get a picture both on your phone. Or... <laughs> They'd both be out. Um, I would um, text you back and say, "Was that meant for me?" What if I said no? I'd just delete, la- delete I, I would laugh and go back to sleep. Right, okay. But would you delete the photo? <laughs> yeah, if you asked me to. Mm-hmm. But Do you not think I would? I don't know. No, you would, wouldn't you? I'd no, hope. I absolutely I would. Once you yeah, popped it on the cloud, then you'd be off your phone. Oh, yeah, I'd put it on Twitter first. But <laughs> no, no, of course I absolutely... No, I definitely would. I okay. definitely would. That's, that's quite a strong thing for me to that's, sort of... If somebody asked me... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got... Or I've had pictures of lasses and that, but if if somebody asked me to get rid of those pictures, I would reluctantly do it. Well, okay. Not reluctantly in all cases, but, you know. Fine. But as we talked, as I mentioned to you before, someone yeah. has to take a photo of me because I'm really bad at selfies like that. Like, I told you, I was, I was, pla- I was send- trying to send it to someone. It took so long taking it that the person fell asleep by the time that it had been sent. Could you, could you not um, take I mean, it in the mirror? By the way, I'm coming back to when you were sending nudes. 
Um, could you take a picture in the mirror? What do you mean? Oh, I see. So you're Stand holding the phone up. And yeah, then take a picture of oh, the mirror. I didn't think about that. I should have texted you for advice when I was going to do it. I need a um, selfie stick. I took a picture of me the other day in the mirror with no pants on. Do you want to see it? Yes. You do want to see I it? I don't know. When you say no pants, you're doing the American pants as in trousers. You're doing pants pants. <laughs> you find out, Oh, God. <laughs> but do you want to see I, it or not? I think I do. Am I about to see your <laughs> Depends. Do you want to see it? Make sure it's not on the cameras. You've got pants on, have you? Is that is that is it? I, it's not that small now. I can't see the. I can't see any. Oh, you've got pants on. No, I've got shorts on. Yeah, that that still counts. I didn't. I couldn't see no. I don't believe I've got a picture of my penis on my phone. Okay, well, that's not. That's all right. It's a good chat, wasn't it? Yeah. Who were you sending nudes to? I didn't have you <laughs> down as the sort. It wasn't nudes. It was in bra. It wasn't nudes. In bra. Yeah. I've got a friend who. Um, who the other day, I don't know if I should tell this story. I'm trying to think if it was told me in confidence. I think it was. I don't know if I should tell the story. No, I don't tell the story because I can't tell you who I sent it to either. No, I, I, I presume not. But it was um, basically somebody sent a photo somewhere that it shouldn't have been sent. Oh, by mistake? Yeah. Oh, okay, these things happen. But it was Scary. A gr- it, but it was a group. Oh, God. <laughs> it was a nude to a group. It wasn't a nude. It was bras. Not bras, she didn't have several on, but it was a bra. Okay. I think um, you can get away with Do you bras. know what she said? No. Straight after it. What? So sorry, I was sending that to my sister. That's all right. I As think if they were right. like, sort of going, is this bra nice or not? Yeah. This, but that's not what she was doing. Okay, but, but she, she tried that, to that was her quick thinking. That's good, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is really yeah. good. Because if you think about bras, people are like, oh, a bra picture. It's no different than being in a bikini top. So yeah. I think that's fine to do that. But the group, the other problem with it was, is the group was. <laughs> was it all men? Um, no. No. I can't. I don't want to. Was it um, a boss? No, no. Okay. Was it, it, it a, a husband? It was a charity. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a sensitive charity. That is a charitable move as well. I think for some people that is charity. I'm going to put a song on and then I'm going to tell you off. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry, listener. I know it's really annoying, <laughs> but I can't tell you what I'm sorry. <laughs> of Billy the Kid, Billy Joel. I went to see Billy Joel Saturday night. How was he? Uh, oh, not good. Well, he wasn't bad. Right. Like, he wasn't bad. But he wasn't great. It wasn't a great concert. Where did really. he play? Old Trafford. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what did happen, though. Mm. And I laughed for an hour. Me and my brother laughed for an hour. What? Before the show. We, uh, we parked at the Lowry... It's a hotel, right? No. What is it? There are hotels there. It's a ballroom. It, no, it's not. We didn't park at a ballroom now, no. What's the Lowry? The Lowry is like like the little sort of... It's where Media City is and all that sort of thing. Oh, I swear there's a Lowry ballroom somewhere. Well, maybe there is. Hmm. There's Media City on the other side of the river. Okay. And then there's the Lowry Theatre. Oh, it's a theatre, right. And there's a Lowry Outlet Centre. Okay. Which has got parking there and multi-storey and that. Um, and it was in the multi-story that we parked. We thought we were there early enough that we'd be able to park. We only had to get some food, but we ended mm. up just having coffees and that. Me and my, um, my brother. And um, we pulled into the multi-story car park, mm-hmm. right, to get the ticket out. And you know they're alongside each other. It was packed. The whole place was packed. So on the other side is people exiting. Yeah. With their t- putting their ticket in, right. And as Gareth, my brother, was getting the ticket out, 
for us to go in, we saw a man on the other side in his car get his ticket out to put in the machine and drop it. He dropped it, right, as yeah. he was doing it. But the Lowry car park is one of those car parks, multi-stories, where it ret- when you put your ticket in, it just returns it. And I always do it. So when it returns it, you just literally drop it on the floor. So the bloke <laughs> had dropped his ticket, which he just paid for, mm-hmm. into like a hundred other tickets. Oh, on the floor? Yeah. So those, right, okay. And he just got out. And oh, he, he, he half bent down, and then he saw it, and he was like, and he just stopped. I was like, I don't know what to do. Because <laughs> oh, he couldn't gosh. find his ticket amongst that. Amongst all that. It was just like hundreds of the same ticket. But he was on, on his floor. way out, right? Yeah. So the barrier just opened. No, because he missed it. He dropped oh. his ticket as he was, put, as he was oh. trying to put it in. So, so he, he couldn't get out of the out of the car park. Did he not try all of them? I oh, don't know. We didn't God. stop and interview him, but I was trying to get my phone. I was trying it's to get a photo, and I just didn't do it in time to get it. But I really wanted him to be there when we got back after <laughs> the concert. Still trying. Just, but it, it wasn't even the fact he dropped it into the ticket. It was the look of like immediate. I'm all out of ideas. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know what to I do. I live here now. <laughs> it's like dropping a pin in a thousand yeah, pins. Yeah. I, I don't know what to do. Oh God. But I also thought because he wasn't there, so I presume he got out. I don't think he routed no. through every ticket to get out. Well, you know, you can buzz through to the intercom. Okay, I didn't know that. Wouldn't that be a good way of getting free parking? But when you go to the barrier, just say, I'm so sorry, I've dropped my ticket as I was putting it in, and there's hundreds of them here. That's, I suppose, but yeah, but they won't be on there on the way in, will they? Just on the way out? What are you on about? Well, they won't, people are I think this is a really easy story people, to follow. But people don't drive, people don't put in a ticket on the way in, do they? No. Right, so it's only on the way out. But they're not refusing, it's not a club, they're not refusing your entry, you can get in easy. That's what I'm saying, so how would it be free? Because, oh, I see... I see what right, you're saying. I'm going to talk you through it really slowly. Because I don't drive, do I? I've never when done go, this. What you do, right, when you go into a car park, yeah. is you pull the ticket out, you take the ticket with you when you go shopping, when you come back, you pay for the, you put the ticket in and pay for it, and then it tells you how long you've been there for, so you pay according to how long you've been there for. Right. And then when you get to the barrier, then it validates your ticket. When you get to the barrier, you put that ticket in that's been validated, and the barrier goes up. Right, so when you're driving in, you don't you have no ticket. The thingy just comes up. You get the, you get the ticket out. Where do you think you get the ticket from? I thought maybe when you drove in, it pops one out the, the thing for you, the machine. Yeah. Yeah. So you therefore you have to have a ticket when you drive in. No, you, you, getting the ticket out is how the barrier rises to go in. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you will so have like, to have so a ticket. So it timestamps when you go in. That's right. what that is. So when you drive up to the machine, so you get a ticket before the barrier goes up. No, the, my idea is is based on a lie. You have to oh. lie. It's not. You're not saying, oh, I've never had a ticket. There wasn't one there. Right. You've had the ticket. You're pretending you've dropped the ticket. You're pretending you've paid the ticket and dropped it. Okay. But you've just not paid it. But what I don't understand is Jesus why, there, why, would there, why would there be a pile of tickets on the floor as you're entering? I've just told you because, because no, there's not. There's there isn't, there isn't, there isn't as you're entering. There isn't as you're entering. This is what I'm saying. That's why I'm confused about how you fake it. Because I said to you, it? when you enter into a car park, I don't, I honestly don't, you can't be this stupid. Because, no, because you can't... There isn't a pile of tickets at the entrance. Yes, there's obviously one When on you the go exit. in at the entrance, the exit is next to it, so the yes, cars are coming that. in and going out at the same what time. What I don't get is how you can cheat it on the way in. I get how you can cheat it on the way out. You don't have to cheat anything on the way in. On the way in, you just get the ticket out of the machine oh, and I the see. barrier goes up. I see what you're saying now. You don't, you don't go. You don't, at, when you're going in, go, I've just dropped that ticket. The one I've not paid for, and I'm, right. I'm not even in your fucking car park yet. So on the way you out. do it on the way out. Sure, I get. I'm with you now. It stops you from having to pay the ticket. When I learn to drive, I'll consider that as a like, option. Given the intelligence you've just displayed, like you could ever drive. I don't really want to. I'm amazed you can make it upstairs. I mean, so I put one foot. What, to, where do I put my other foot now? I've, I've got one foot on a step. What do I do now? Well, it's just not for me driving. Well, the gigger didn't really enjoy it. Because why? They didn't like the set list. The, the set list was poor. 
not enough hits, too many hits. I don't care about hits, sorry, because I know all his music, so I don't care whether it's hits or album tracks or whatever. I'm happy with whatever. Okay. He, pl- he played a lot of covers. Oh, really? Like a wedding or something. But he kept doing a thing where um, they just start jamming something, so he just start the intro something, and then all the band would join in and they'd jam it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if he did that once or twice, fine. I reckon did it like 20 times. Uh, no, and played like half a song, like Honky Tonk Woman or whatever, or um, Glad All Over they played, and Hard Day's Night they played. Oh, and really? What's the other one, uh, the Beatles song that I led the news today? Oh, oh A Day in the Life. Entire song. Really? All of Ness and Dorma, Did which he, was brilliant. He, did not, he sang Ness and Dorma? He didn't sing it, his uh, lead guitarist sang it and took the fucking roof off. And as soon as they started playing the first chords of it and he started singing it, I said to Gareth, he's going to smash this now. And it's going to proper raise the roof. Yeah. And it was the biggest cheer of the night by a, by a mile. Do you think he's bored of playing his own songs? Well, probably because he's not writing you one in like right. 25, 30 years, has he? But I mean, it might not be that, but it might. I, I just thought I felt, and I still adore Billy Joel. I still think he's brilliant. And, but I felt, and I'm glad that I saw him live. Because yeah. I've never seen him live before, oh, so right, I'm glad okay. that I saw him live. Right. Um, I felt it was tr- If it had been in a club mm-hmm. or like a little theatre or whatever, it would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. But it was in a stadium, and it felt too half-assed. Okay. Like it, it felt too sort of lackadaisical. Do you know what I mean? Too sort of like messy about. In it was yeah. like watching a sound check. Uh, that's a shame. Was it a long gig? Two hours plus, I reckon. Uh, they started at about I reckon about ten past eight because they were having trouble getting people in. Because for some reason they just changed how you got into Old Trafford. Okay. Even though more people go in there every week for the football, yeah. but for some reason. They decided to have winding queues all around everywhere. Yeah, and it was really pretty bad. And then the security was, and I understand security, and you know, and I get it after what happened in Manchester and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I get it, given what's happening in the world. But um, I had in my pocket, in my jacket pocket, my vape, my keys, a makeup thing, because my powder thing I had that yeah. in there. In my other pocket, I had my sunglasses case, and uh, so I, I had my wallet. Uh, what else did I have with me? I, I, I was loaded up. Basically. Yeah. My phone was in there, yeah, you know, yeah. everything, right? So we got to the bit where they kind of searching that, and the guy patted me down and then just let me in and, and patted those things. And I was like, I just thought, what, 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 are you, what are you feeling for? Like, what is it you're trying to feel yeah. when you pat someone down? Well, I guess they can feel what a phone feels like and a vape, I suppose. A va- why why a vape? A vape, that, that... But it's about, about as gun-like as you could... That's true, actually. Feeling it through a coat, it's heavy metal. Yeah. I'm surprised that That to... could have been a gun. Yeah, If you true. felt it through a coat. I'm surprised they let you, because you're not really allowed to vape indoors anymore, are you? Not indoors, it's a You cover them, don't you? Cover on top. Um, you can vape in stadiums. It's not can illegal they? to oh, it, yeah. Okay. In fact, Saints Stadium is called the Totally Wicked Stadium, which is a vape company. So you, they definitely can what, do What that. can they say? Yeah, true. Can't be sponsored by a vape company, and then That's you're not allowed to vape there. Oh, um, so no, you can. At least you got to see Billy. Yeah, um, yeah, but about maybe two hours twenty. Okay, but he's not like his farewell tour, is it? He'll do it don't again. Sixty nine. It just felt—I right. don't know—it just felt a bit like, and I don't know what I was wanting him to play. I wanted him to play "Bad the Billy the Kid." He didn't play that, but I don't mm. know what I wanted from it. But I think I wanted it to seem like, you know what I mean? It was, it's his only UK show. Less covers. That for certain. Yeah, but. It just didn't feel. It didn't feel special in any way, and it, it's not engaging. And I went on and saw on social media. There's loads of people complained about it because apparently they moved the stage at the last minute. They brought it further forward than it was going to be. Right. So the tickets at the side of the stage. Loads of pictures of it. 
of people that literally couldn't see the stage oh from their God, seat. That's they could see the side of it, like uh, the, the side of the building. That's annoying. Was it sold out, I bet? Of course it was. Not far off. I don't, I don't think it was entirely sold out, right. but it wasn't far off. So that's his only UK gig? Only not... UK date. Wow, so World Tour, okay. that's the only UK date. Interesting. Well, I've missed it then. You have missed it, unfortunately, oh, well. but you didn't really miss much. No. I've, I've recorded quite a lot of it. Oh, I'd like to see Ness and Dorma, actually. I would like to see that bit. I haven't got much of it. Oh, that's a shame. And my brother recorded that, and I thought he was going to record the whole thing, and uh, I saw last night he'd only recorded a bit of it. Got Uptown Girl? I think he did record a bit of Uptown Girl. Let's have a little what look. What else has he done? What's what? that one that I do like? In the river. River. Okay. He must be fed up of playing that one. Only time he stood up <laughs> for the whole show. Yeah. I was... Uh, a bit like Phil Collins when I saw him. He was sat down. I mean, I wouldn't mind that as long as he was Actually, sat down was backstage. Did he do that river one? That river one. Oh, I really used to like it. Was that one I was River of Dreams. That's it. I like, do like yeah. that one. Did that one. Yeah. He must have stood up for that. That's a jingle jangle one. No, he's playing piano. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I forgot he plays piano. Yeah. His piano revolved. Wow. To turn around. And he's playing That's it. cool. Well, I mean, I only, I only know that because he mentioned it. <laughs> Well, you couldn't see. I couldn't see. Couldn't see I could moving. see a bald head in the fucking distance. Oh, okay, fine. They um, had screens there, I presume. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, more gig reviews. That's the gig guide. Done. I've not really got much to say about it. Like, I I'm not. Sl I'm not even slagging it off. No. I was just sort of like, nah. Fine. Would you? Okay. The next time he comes to the UK, would you go and see him again? Probably not. Oh right. Okay. Interesting. Because it served the purpose of going. I've seen him. I've seen him. I right. never saw Meat Life live. But you still may get a chance, no? No, no, no chance, no, no, no chance. No. Okay. But I know I was offered many times, and I just never wanted to because I didn't want it to ruin it. That's true. That kind of the same thing happened. I don't want to say when I saw someone the other week who I really like, but I just didn't enjoy the live say? show. Bjork. Bjork. Mm. Why did you not enjoy Bjork? Um, I don't say Bjork. Bjork. Whatever. Uh, but I don't know. I didn't. I couldn't. It, for me, it wasn't enough of songs that I know by her. Right. Um, it was probably out of. An hour and a half, two songs. So that I, I was in an advert once with John Oliver. I don't know. How's that connection to Bjork? Because it was about Bjork. No, I didn't know that, but tell me. I was in an advert for two days. It was for the, I want to say independent newspaper. And it was, they were giving away a Bjork CD. Oh, but it's Bjork now, is it? Well, this is what I'm telling I'm going to tell you. Okay. Before you start chipping in, I'll exactly. tell you what happens in the advert. Right? So they announced they were giving away a Bjork CD. So John Oliver came into a record shop where I was working and said, have you got the new Bjork CD? And I go, no, I'm not. And he's about to leave and I go, I've got the Bjork CD there. So it's like a pedantic sort of thing. Mm. Just this little advert. I've never done an advert before or since. And I don't really know why we did it. Like, I think both of us really regretted doing it. Even though, I think we thought, well, it's the independent, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Both a bit of skin. I don't know if John is now, but I presume he is. <laughs> um, and, yeah. and, you know, and it was just like, half a day's filming or whatever and it's, it's on for two days sure so it'll just disappear this will and, it, and indeed it has but it was um, yeah that was for a, a Bjork Bjork and so, and so we're saying that she is actually Bjork then you know that from the independent well it is that Bjork did. that is the correct correct pronunciation and but Bjork was giving away a CD with the independent I, I don't think that. I don't think she was doing it directly herself I think the independent <laughs> would just I don't think she just got down and was like uh, rang them up I'm clearing the spare room <laughs> and I've got shit loads of these CDs not even our own music someone else just CD have them <laughs> just have them yeah yeah depends oh, what you got I do like her but she did an odd thing I felt at the right at the end of the show where you know Bjork did an odd thing yeah I know it's surprising okay. isn't it um, never mind I would fact. call her Bjork, by the way, but I know the pronunciation okay, is Bjork. Okay, fine. It just feels more natural for me to go Bjork. Yeah, I agree. First thing that I didn't enjoy is that when I'm seeing somebody, I don't like it where they don't allow the screens to be on. I right. think that's quite annoying. Is it because you're racist? Is that why you didn't like her? No. Did you not realise that she wasn't UK? 
I didn't know that until I went there, and then I, okay. I don't know. As you know, it's Icelandic like it. issue. It is Icelandic. Yeah, you don't like um, them, do you? You don't like them once. I've never met one before. You know, I know like you, you avoid them, don't you? You I'd, avoid them like no, the plague. I would you like said to me. go to that country, but <clears throat> we'd all that, like you to. Well, I will. Come on, there, go now. You go. Go on. I will do. Fine. Um, no, what I didn't. My family. You're quite, arguing with a microphone at the moment. Yeah, so I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just can't be bothered. Okay, go on. Uh, so, what I did find interesting at the end of the show was, you know, how people normally introduce. Hey, and on drums we have everyone claps yeah, and they yeah, do a little yeah. drum solo or yeah. the guitar. She did that at the end of the set and then just went. That was Tony on drums, Michael on kazoo, whatever, and then they just left the stage. That was it. There was really no point. No one cares who they are at the end of the gig. Oh, so she literally did it like a credit list. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. just left. We were like, oh, this must be the encore or something. Oh, yeah, no. that's all right. No, I think there was an encore turned down at Billy Joel the other night. I think that he was going to do two encores. He did one encore and then went off. And you know the lights come on if it's finished. Yeah, yeah. That's the lights didn't come on. Oh, okay. And the lights went onto the audience and then just moved a bit like that. Oh, like it was like, like, like it was light in every part. But the audience weren't applauding. Oh, so he, so he went on. And then the, and then the lights just went back on again. Oh, so he went, refused it, and went. I think there was a second encore. I don't necessarily refused it, but they might have just gone. Oh shit, there isn't an encore. Do you ever been when you've seen a gig um, where people don't realise it's an encore, and then half of them are starting to leave, and then yeah. they come out and everyone's oh. like, people should know that if the light, you're right, that when the lights fully go on, that's when it's over. Yeah, it's Until over then. That. You'll know it's over because yeah. like the lights will go on the stage, the worker lights will go on the stage, yeah, yeah. and people will just come on the stage and start right. moving stuff straight away. They'll start striking the set straight exactly. away. Exactly. People don't know that. I've seen a lot. Do of people you really think they don't know that? Yeah, tons of people. I remember speaking to Miles Hunt about it. Um, in private, not in person, but I, don't, I remember talking about that, about how stupid it is, encores. Yes. That it's just a stupid thing to do. Isn't it an ego thing? And they do that. The Wonder Stuff will do that. With but the girl come out. Every, every band will. Yeah. Just so you can hear people going, Wonder Stuff, Wonder Stuff, I guess come so. back out. And then the second encore is very kind it's like, of... It's just a real contrivance though, isn't it? Yeah. So I think you'd be more inclined to just go, look, this is the last song. And we're not we're not playing the encore game. Not everyone does. We've already do they not? LCD sound system don't see fair animals don't when I've seen them live. They you know when their last song is that is the last song that's it they're done. Yeah. And, and I I don't mind that actually. But if the audience are cheering for more and more and more and more more, would Doesn't they not matter. come back on? No, because because you know they do their full set time. You know whatever gig they're at, that you can see I they see, go yeah, right. Okay. So there's no possibility of that. Plus some encores are ridiculous because they've left the stage for a kind of twenty yeah, seconds kills, and then they yeah. just come back. Out, you know, or, or even, but even if they've left for five minutes, it's killing five minutes of the gig and it? it's like we could have played a song in that time. Yes. You bone idle fuckers. What's yes. No, I've just realised that it doesn't matter. We need to be, can you go to a song, please? I need to tell you something. Oh, please tell me you've finally come on. No, I just realised I've done something really dumb. Yeah, I've just realised I've done that to you, Toby, so that's good. Is it really bad? <laughs> yeah. You both look... We're going to have a lot of guests in at the same time. <sighs> just to show I've got no hard feelings about Billy Joel. I'm going to have a row in here now. <laughs> Billy Joel um, nice. so what have you done what I've done is is I have booked two different two sets of guests yes but what I have done is I've booked them both at the same time right it's what appears now so what do we have to do is like a fight club situation yeah we well, just have to scrap it out for who's on well whoever wins can come in oh it's just the entire second half of the show guests yeah it's just guests yeah, in the yeah, second yeah. hour yeah. but I've told them both to arrive here at three so they'll just yeah. come in straight in no coat off no tea just straight well it would have to you'll have to do it I mean what, what do you want to do do you want to just have one of them have to wait a really long time and the other one on time, or do you want um, both of them to have to wait like ages and just do it in the I same order that they're built? 
Oh. Oh no, it's not fair. That they, I say it's not fair. It's not fair that they've both been told to come in at the same I know, time. That's right? not fair. I know, but like you know it's, it's an NHS though. consultation. Well, in that's some not ways, a diss of the NHS. Some ways it is, but they'll come in hammered. Those two first two. So, so how do you fine. feel? Why do you um, when you tweet about the show? Why do you promote it as like the, like beating the blues? I don't. I don't write the tweets. Who does that? But, uh, I haven't uh, even read every it. Every week it says, it? Get, get, get rid of the Monday well, blues, hashtag like, Monday it, blues and all that. It just says it's Monday afternoon and Ian's here for the next two hours. I don't think that's... No, that's when the show started, oh, right, yeah, that good was. good point. Let's read the other one. Mm, the one before it is, it is always like... Oh, where's it gone? I can't even see it. It's gone. I mean, it was. I just saw it. Oh, yeah. Get rid of the hashtag Monday blues. Yeah, so it's all it's always that. But I'm like like proper grumpy and melancholy. That's not, true. Um, You're not going to get rid you know, of the blues, I'm not, are you? I'm, I'm not trying to cheer anyone up. No, we well, won't do that again. Then. So it's we'll not say, like so we'll say it's keep, not like Justin's old show. Do you know keep, what I mean? Where it's all like very blues. full on positivity. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? it's, it's almost always very cynical. Well, we'll just say keep the Monday blues with Ian Boldsworth. Yeah, stay grumpy. Stay grumpy with Ian Boldsworth. Two to with, four. With known depressive. <laughs> I don't write tweets. And um, Toby, can you come in the studio, please? Thank you. It's Toby coming in now. Who I decided before the show um, looks like the sort of photo you would see on the news when someone has been caught <laughs> as a murderer. Yes, you did say yeah. that. And yeah. I said we've had that before in the show. I said he looks like... Because you're a heterosexual man, aren't you? Yeah. I said he looks like the sort of man who who's like has been on like gay dating sites and killed a lot of gay people. But he's gay I themselves. don't think he does. No. But, I think you look like that. But, you look like that bloke who was in, like purposefully infecting people with HIV. He doesn't look like him. <laughs> he doesn't, um, he doesn't look It's like not that he looks like him. He has the same sort of look. What is Don't that? Don't worry, I've not brought you in to bully you. I've actually brought you in for a good thing for you. Uh, the tweet wasn't me. Oh, no, it's not about that. Oh, okay. Like, cool. Fucking like how defensive straight away. I know. Why? This, yeah, I'm why? Sorry. You don't bring I'm not angry about it. I just wondered why oh, that okay. had been made as a choice. Because to say, I think that Monday Blues, people, is a thing, isn't it? People have yeah, me, that. Yeah, me mm. as well. Yeah, I know, me too. I'm not going to, like, Hashtag me up. too. <laughs> um, you know when we've when you fucked up mm-hmm. and we brought you in <laughs> to, like, do appraisals and stuff? Yeah. Um, we're in a really good situation now because I'm aware there's a working hierarchy here, mm. but I am <laughs> overruling that working hierarchy at the moment. And I think the person who's made the mistake should also agree to that. So we're in a nice position now where your boss, <laughs> which always makes me giggle, but that she's anyone's boss, but your boss has fucked up big style um, and only realised during a live broadcast. So if this is someone else, she'd be furious. Do you know I wouldn't, actually. Is this, this, this you were furious with him the other week about... What was that? Uh, an ident. That's very different, because I specifically not, said to do something. Do you know, do you know Don't, why, I'm do, already getting angry Do you know why it's not different? Do you know why it's not different? It is different. No, do you know why it's it, not I different? I know why it is different. No, do you know why There's it's not different? There's nothing you can say to me, though. Because it does, that didn't impact on the show. This isn't impacting on the it show. It didn't impact on the structure. No, it is. It totally is, because I should be interviewing someone right now. Yeah. And I'm not angry about it. I'm actually, okay. I'm actually fine about it. I know. But, in fact, I'm kind so of happy about it, because it is now enabled to have a situation where myself and Toby can now do you an appraisal on that, where we can now ask you about your work and ask you sure. about how you feel okay. you have um, you have been uh, performing what's my punishment it's no punishment oh okay fine what what, what was that I, was very, I kind of wanted one you went to a very quick I'll do that thing where I hit your hand again if you want I liked that what did I hit you with screwdriver yeah, <laughs> yeah. while we're doing this can someone go and buy a screwdriver <laughs> so I can hit Nat with it Tap, um, tap, not hit. I, don't, I think, didn't I hit you quite hard with it? It was quite hard. It was, cause it, we were doing I, mean, a, didn't, I wasn't bruised. And I, bruised I know, but it was a sexy thing. We were yeah, doing it was a sexy like we were thing, trying S&M. So that was the same day that I was touching your boobs. Well, I wouldn't say touching. I held your boobs for a bit. Yeah, sure. No, I did. It's the magic of Consensually. radio. Consensually. 
It wasn't. <laughs> You got them out. <laughs> I did not get them out because you said earlier you'd never seen my boobs. No, so I said. I concur. You are bang to I right. said I've never seen your boobs without my hands all over them. You never said that. I've never, I've never, never, I've never stood that. back and had a look at them. You're never looking. Well, then how do I know that one re- one reaches your waist and the other oh, one touches a knee? How do I know that? <laughs> That's not me. Someone else. Right, right. So Toby, we're going to do an appraisal for Nat. So if you'd like to welcome Nat to the appraisal. Welcome, Natalie King. Thank you, Tobes. Oh yeah. My favourite AP. So I've said that for a long time. Right. Even the other ones that are left. Always changed my mind. It's not. An, it's not an appraisal. It's a disciplinary. No. <laughs> no, it is because it's an actual issue. Now, Nat, I'm sure you understand why we've asked you to come in. Um, I should say first of all, mm-hmm. your job's not in jeopardy, so please don't Thank panic you. about that. But Thanks. we need to basically get to the bottom of what's happened here. And myself and Toby are kind of concerned that it's unlike you to take your eye off the ball. So, no, for, it is. so first of all, we're going to ask you: is, is everything all right? Are you actually okay? I think so. I haven't had a drink for a few days. Maybe that's why. Nobody mentioned drinking. I mean, oh. don't, it, it, in a disciplinary, <laughs> don't volunteer that <laughs> 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 you had a drink issue. Yeah, yeah. If someone brings it up, by all means, defend yourself. But don't just walk in and with your opening gambit say, I've not had a drink for a few days. <laughs> As if that's the issue. I've not had a drink for a few days. I just can't concentrate. Oh, God. Okay, so yeah, so, so you're all right. I life. think so. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I'm a bit tired. Okay, well, we're all tired. It's a very busy company. It's a Monday, yeah. it's a Monday, Monday so blues. I've got Monday yeah. blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, have any questions about this? Um, are you having a, like eight hours sleep? No. No? Are you having six? Yeah, if I'm lucky. Mm. <laughs> Is that like when you fuck a South African? That was a really clever joke. Six. Oh, I got it. Um, right. Uh, oh, yeah, I, see. So Nat, I see. Nat, <laughs> Natalie, yes, should call yes, her Natalie yes. in this meeting. Yeah, you so Natalia. You know that there's been uh, a, there's an issue on Ian's show. There's several, yeah, I do know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we spoke to Ian and he just didn't seem asked. Got the Monday blues. Um, but there was an issue with the organisation of Ian's show on Monday. Yes. Um, Which Monday? Sorry, can you be more specific? Um, well, it was actually the last show. Okay, so the eleventh or something. No, the eighteenth. Eighteenth yeah. mm-hmm. um, Where there were books, there were guests booked. Um, yeah. Brandy Raw and David Ellis from, from Shitface Shakespeare, which yeah. Ian wasn't happy about. Well, I'll speak about it another time. Okay. And Elliot James Language, uh, who's in the film Habit. Good look. Yeah, that's like good yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there are two lots of guests there. You know, so so. But um, apparently, you booked them to appear on the show. Both those guests, mm-hmm. in, who d- there's no crossover as far as we're aware. So not yet. Um, and you booked them to all appear at the same time on the show at, at, three, at three o'clock. Yeah. yeah, I think that, that they'd all get on really well. I should tell you as well that they were booked for two thirty and three fifteen. So the three o'clock thing is a bit baffling as well. It's a, we tend tell to them to get here for three. Make sure um, could you not defend her? Oh, when well, you're, no, it's fine. you're meant to be He's disciplining her. I, I, what we do is we tell guests <laughs> to get here fifteen minutes before the interview, so they're ready to go. I would have thought that would be tacit. So if you just say on air at three. Oh yeah, you say that, but then but then it depends who you're dealing with. A lot of people read that as doesn't even matter. They'll arrive here at three thirty. Send, send them home. Okay. Um, <laughs> but either way, don't book them both for three o'clock. Yeah, I appreciate that. So what's happened? Honestly. Well, ideally, because I'd, mm. I'd rather you not just come in with a fantasy story about selling magic beans. What <laughs> happened was when uh, a guest had cancelled. Who was the guest that cancelled? Um, well, not ca- I don't want to say cancelled. That's the wrong word. It implies they can't be asked to come in. It means they had a work. They were on set, so they okay, couldn't do okay. it. Okay. So what, what do they do? Are they what? they're an actress. An actress. An yeah. actor. Okay. Um, an actor. Yes. Whatever. Either. Um, and so then I quickly unreliable though. That makes them. So I wouldn't employ them for an acting job because I'd be like, well, are you even going to come? Right, to do the acting job, or you're going to have something more important to do, like your sister's wedding or something. 
Well. But anyway, that's by that's by the by, isn't so it? So what I did was I had to book somebody else, and I was mm-hmm. very busy with. I thought I thought this show was sorted, and so I obviously didn't look at the Google Docs. It's never, it's never ever been sorted. I know, uh, and so I just jumped for the uh, three o'clock one. I was like, yeah, right for at three. That's great. But what I should have said just two fifteen. So which one of these guests was the replacement for the the, the shit face unreliable actor? The drunk okay, ones. The shit face ones. So you so you booked them in a slot that there was already a slot where yes. Elliot James Language was booked, and he was booked for three fifteen. Okay, yes, and when did you uh, when did you realise that this issue was occurring? <laughs> uh, uh, approximately what time? About four minutes ago. And well, what well, time before was the song, so it would have been around uh, two two forty four, I'd say. Okay, so about fourteen minutes after yeah. the first guests were meant to be here. Yeah, um, that's why I looked at Toby and was like, "Oh, they here yet?" I, I text Nat to tell her that's what happened. Yeah. I just, oh, what I, time did you text her? I actually didn't. I actually figured out before just before then. I said, oh, text him. He's like, yes, that makes sense. What well, time? Toby did text me at, uh, or you WhatsApp me, sorry. Uh, 2.39. 2.39. 2.39, okay. yeah, 2.39. So, again, that's not ideal, is it? But, no. Because we've passed 2.30 at that point. Mm. Yeah. Um, I apolog- Can I apologise? Yeah, no, it, do, do, do you know heart? what? I, I, think it's, I think we understand that you'd, you would be contrite about it, but... It's nice I'm not perfect. Yeah, <laughs> isn't 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 that nice? Because <laughs> you know it's been a bit weird. I've been so how do good. we how do we go forward from here? Because like I say, your job's not in jeopardy at, the, at, at this point. Do you want me to not be in charge of booking you any guests anymore, and Toby can do all that? So I'm happy for that to happen. Would you rather? Would that be no, beneficial uh, no, to you? Not really. But I'm okay. happy if you don't trust my judgment anymore. No, nobody. Again, you're you're defending accusations that haven't been made. Want, okay. So you're, uh, you, you came and started talking about your booze problem and nobody mentioned it. You're now <laughs> saying that I'm, you know, don't think you're up to the job. I've not said that. underlying issues that need to be looked at here. Okay, what are you, what are you picking up on? Well, just the, there's a couple of things that... that <laughs> so this is Toby from HR. Sorry, <laughs> oh, um, God. The drink problem that, that you... Well, the drink problem was I didn't have any. That's the problem. Well, no. I was the, being no, good. Well, hang on. Let's, how far back do we take the story? Oh. So who has a drink problem when they don't have any? No, I've not. It's it's somebody who's drunk too much in the past, isn't that's it? That's true. Yeah. yeah, like I'm not a boozer, so it's not a problem for me that I'm not drunk in. It's not well, a problem for me it. either. No, well, no, but I, I wouldn't feel the need to bring it up at the beginning <laughs> of a conversation. I just suddenly realised. I don't know what's happened. Weekend. I've not had a drink all weekend. Yeah, well, not that's since true. Wednesday. Most weekends. Not since Wednesday. Okay. So Mo- both guests are coming up now. By the way, well, that's fine. Um, so what? Uh, what was your question to Toby? Um, well, you, you picked up on, on the drinking and the other thing about uh, questioning her um, I can't, I can't capabilities. capabilities yeah. yeah, and she got very defensive about very that. Very defensive. About what, sorry? About everything well, in you, general, you, really. You, you were very, like, even if I had said I was worried about your capabilities in the job, which I hadn't, but if you, if you said, the way you responded was, as Toby said, very defensive straight away. I very defensive. I could have been way more I defensive. I don't know it. But you did it, and so it was kind of passive-aggressive. Well, just let Toby book him then. I, no, should, I, should said, do that? I didn't say should that. Should we just do that? I didn't I won't say that. Them? I said, would it be better for you if Toby Yeah, but that's, that's, so it's that tone. It's like, well, would it be better yeah, if Toby not, did it? And, and, that, I, and, I, and I just won't book the... That's not a tone. The tone would be, well, I'm not booking any guests anymore. That, that would be the tone. The tone is, would it be better for you? There's a very big difference. Tobes, what are you saying? Could you not? It's a formal meeting. You're not going to, <laughs> not going to him Tobes. Who called you Natalie? Can you call him right. by his full name? Tobias. 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 Yeah. Thank um, you. I've forgotten what I was going to say. Okay. So, do you think this is to, again to do with the drinking? Yeah, I feel like maybe I should have a little aperol spritz. Because I don't know how you've forgotten what you were going to say about four I was seconds. Say ago. about the guests. But you're going to be in on Fridays now, anyway, so that's good. Yes. Oh, not me. Toby. Yeah. Okay. That's helpful. Okay. 
So, in summation, that what you. I apologise. No, <laughs> honestly, please don't feel you need to apologise. No, apologize. no, I do Again, genuinely apologise. No, apologize. it's taken as read that you are contrite. I said that. Oh, before. thank you. I, I, so, what this has been good for me is I've never in my entire life made this mistake, and it's good to now you've do never it. Book the guest for the wrong on, time, not at the wrong time. No, I never uh, have. All oh, right, then not that. The wrong week. Not that specific. The wrong week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. Just not that specific but this is mistake. Good because I think it's good to do something wrong because then it gives you a big kick up the arse, and you're like, oh my god, that'll mm. never happen again. So that's get out your system. Yeah. Exactly, Toby. To Live on air. Um, yeah. So, do you feel now that that just simply wouldn't happen again now? No, no, because I'm going to be too. It's really. I'd be too worried. Off air, you mentioned something about you doing something about your hair. Oh, well, every time I try to wash my hair on a Monday morning, I get an email of doom. Right. So, do you it think it becomes very? Do you think you now need to start moving towards maybe washing it on Sunday I night? I think maybe you're right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, can you ensure? I mean, you should just be like allowed to wash your hair when you want to wash your hair. Really. No, you absolutely should. But if if that if you washing your hair is just affecting your performance, are, yeah, 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 quite strongly I affecting like your professional hair. performance. And that's not. Well, you'll have clean hair at the job centre. <laughs> it's just down, you know, it's down. There's one downstairs now. Did you see that as you walked in? So the fact you've been checking out where the nearest job centre well, is again, again speaks volumes about your confidence <laughs> in this job, doesn't it? <laughs> no, you actually walk out of this building now. It's just there. Reed, shout out, Reed. The guests are here now, apparently. Yeah, all of them. So let's get let's get the first lot in, and then I'm we'll gonna put the a long song on, on so, okay. you can, so you can go and do your negotiations next okay. door. Okay, that's fine. It's Billy Joel again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd suck it up myself. You can't. No, but I would. The Romeo and Juliet, still live. <laughs> Welcome back, that's Billy Joel, piano man. What are you on that one? Yes. All mics are up. Uh, so we're joined now by Bridie Rawl and David Ellis from Shitface Shakespeare. Hello. Hello. How are you? Very good. good. I've never in all my years of doing this seen two people more panicky about doing an interview. We just we just <laughs> want to make sure that we're well prepared no, and then yeah, got here like, and then realised that we, really we were not. We did our homework and we like, stood eight, spent ages studying. If you did so your homework, you would know that I it's there's a decent chance I won't even mention it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, fine. that's fine. Um, but Nat will. I will make sure the plug is in Nat's there. kind of anal about Great. it. Great. Like 4th to 27th of August, start time 22.50 at McEwen Hall in Bristow Square. That's, that's what the it says one on the press release. That's but I think we also need to plug the one that's in London. So we've got Romeo and Juliet, which is opening this week. I think I'm right in saying the 20th of June. Okay. And I'm pretty certain that that goes through until the 1st of September. But again... 23rd of June. 23rd of June we are starting. 23rd of June. Just found it on my phone. Don't forget your preview, <laughs> July the 25th to 28th of the Great Yorkshire Fringe, White Rose Rotunda. That is true. Yes. Everyone, in, everyone in all of Great Yorkshire, come and see us. <laughs> great Yorkshire. Yeah, Great Yorkshire Fringe. GreatYorkshireFringe.com great great for tickets. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's just Yorkshire. Okay. Just I'm prepared to call it Great Yorkshire. It's called Great Yorkshire. It's pretty great. I've yeah, been yeah, there. Yeah. 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 I I tell me about the show. How long have you been with the show for? Is it a new show? Uh, it's so. <laughs> we've, uh, been, we've been doing Chip Face Shakespeare, me and Dave, yes. for four years now. We've been doing it since okay. 2014. Yeah. So that's when we joined. But the show itself has been going since 2010. Okay. Uh, it was formed uh, by a group of people from East 15 who yeah. ran a theatre tent at music venues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they got told that they had to come up with a headline act. And they came up with the concept of Shit Face Shakespeare. And okay. they thought, that's ridiculous. That sounds dangerous. That sounds like people could die. Let's never do this. And then they did it. And, uh, <laughs> and lo and behold, here we are today. And we've got, we perform all over the world. We've got. We've just finished 
uh, Merchant of Venice in the West End. We've got Romeo and Juliet going into the West End. We're doing Hamlet mm-hmm. all over the, the UK. We've got three bases in America, uh, and we've just done an Australian tour as well. So we so are it's all a rap, It's a rap you, company. Isn't you it? can't get away from us. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, like, my my presumption was you were all drunk, but that's not how it is. That it? is not. No, that, that would, would not be a work. Terrible show. We did yeah, try yeah. it once with two drugs, yeah. didn't we? And it never to be repeated. Never again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the whole premise basically uh, is that we have a group of sober actors. We yeah. do uh, an abridged. Uh, cut down form of a Shakespeare play. So how long uh, is the show? So the show, the show itself, without drunken interruptions, would run at forty-five minutes okay, if we were right, to run right. it straight. What, sorry, we, in Edinburgh it's one hour. It says here. yes, absolutely. Yeah. So it's forty-five it's, minutes, it's but then yeah. the drunken interruptions. So <laughs> right. if we ran the play sober, it would run at forty-five minutes, uh, but we give an extra fifteen minutes to allow for drunken interruptions, meandering, all the rest of it, and that's where we make up the rest of our time. Ordering uh, pizzas, exactly. running out of the theatre without mm. notice, all coming back kind of in thing. and refusing to say any of their lines. Yes, uh, so, lying down and crying. But the whole the whole premise of the show is that you've got this one drunk cast member who will start drinking four hours before the show. Is it the same cast uh, member every night? It is absolutely not the same <laughs> cast member every night. Uh, we would die of alcohol poisoning fairly swiftly, yeah. I imagine, if that was the case. It tends to be um, kind of a gentle, you know, few days between each yeah. each different show. We try do. and make sure we've got at least four days between drinking mm. shows, uh, and because it's we've got we, uh, we've got quite a large cast as well, so everyone knows more than one role. We all rotate, so right, you'll okay. never. So people people come back in Edinburgh and indeed London as well, and they want they want to see every single different so, lineup so of the is show. It always the same character though. No, no, no. no, no. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Okay. So, and sometimes it'll be the same actor, but they're playing a different character. I see. So, so like yeah. every show is completely it, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There will hardly be any night that is identical in Edinburgh. So we, fact, no so night will be. So in Edinburgh you're doing Hamlet. Indeed, yes. So in Hamlet, so it, it's kind of a... Uh, that would run at four and a half hours, but you explained that it's, it's chopped down to yes. 45. Yeah. And same with Romeo and Juliet, which is and, and is it the same thing? So in terms of characters and stuff, because obviously some characters are in it more than others, and you know, if it's Hamlet that's drunk, then it's like, that's just the show, isn't it? So Yeah, but we also... So we... we like I said, we do a, a, a cut-down version, so and we'll do it with five actors. So in uh, in Hamlet, we'll have Hamlet. We have one actor playing um, Ophelia slash Horatia, yeah. one actor playing Gertrude, one actor playing Claudius, and one actor playing Laertes, and also the ghost. Yeah. And then in Romeo and Juliet, which again opens this week in London, yeah. uh, we've got Romeo and Juliet, obviously. Uh, one actor playing Mercutio and the Friar, one actor playing Benvolia and the Nurse, uh, and one actor playing Tybalt and Lord Capulet. So okay. five, we do a, you know, a five-hander version of these shows okay. and, uh, and then all hell broke loose when we, yeah, when we yeah, get yeah. out so, on stage so we're um, d- in, in terms of the contrivance of it so, mm. so it's already chopped down to 45 minutes yes, in terms yeah. of the contrivance of it when you're thinking ahead to the show yes with, with the understanding that somebody's going to be leathered in there yeah then to, to what to what um, lengths is, is that manipulated so, so, so I don't mean like people aren't, aren't acting drunk but I mean to what lengths are you going right so it'd be funniest if we don't really need to do that the, the beautiful thing about Shakespeare is that there are moments in it that people know so well yeah, yeah, things yeah. like when okay so you've got you're in Romeo and Juliet and there's a balcony and a young woman comes up onto that balcony yeah. you know that's Juliet you know everything about her you know she's about to go Romeo Romeo wherefore art thou Romeo yeah. so if she doesn't do that if she does something else if she does literally like, anything else <laughs> she decides to like start spouting off about um, feminism and she doesn't yeah. want to get married um, or yeah, yeah, she yeah. starts trying to climb off the balcony or she starts swearing at the audience or then trying to pull the set to pieces trying to pull the set ripping, which, the, all ripping of which the fake ivy off have the happened. I have done several of these things yeah. <laughs> so you, so <laughs> then you, you know it's not you know yeah, then the, the comedy comes from that yeah, like we don't yeah. need to put anything in there it sounds like you're dangerous drunks so <laughs> like for example I was when was I last I was drunk Saturday, no Friday night I was yeah. a bit drunk yeah but I wasn't no point in any danger of 
smashing anything up or no. you went that drunk then. you kind no. of want to just let rip though that's the kind that's the no, whole thing you we have kind got of like, 400 people sometimes looking at you and but, but do you think that's because you know what because you know what your purpose is so even in the yes. drunkenness oh, absolutely. you know what your purpose you is know your you... purpose is, is not to try it's not like I better do this right your purpose sometimes is. there's a lot of humour that comes from that as well because obviously you won't be able to and we do have certain things in the show like we have sword fights and we have dances obviously in the sword fights their swords will be replaced by various things yeah, like yeah. baguettes sausages double yeah. dildos inflatables the like which is you know that's that's something that will happen in the show if it's one of the guys yeah. fighting who's drunk that night anyway um, but yeah so we have certain things that are kind of set up uh, to be funny I've lost my trail of thought there I've but done a really good job there. <laughs> like you, you when you when you are the drunk you know you have a kind of responsibility yes. to, to keep everyone entertained and to, to just have fun yeah. but the funniest thing is always watching the drunk trying to do the show right, okay, trying yeah, to do yeah. it because really they won't seriously. be able to yeah, no, yeah, yeah exactly. they're trying to say their lines they're trying to get the audience to take them seriously as an actor because we're all trained actors yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, obviously that's not going to happen. Obviously, and that's you where know, the comedy w- comes watching in. a drunk Hamlet try his hardest to get through the to be or not to be speech <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is is a great thing. I- equally, they will run riot as well, and there will be moments like Brian said where you know the drunk will just be wanting to break stuff. Right. Uh, will be wanting to talk to the audience. Will be trying to ring their mum. Will smuggle the phone or cigarettes onto the stage and wanting to have a smoke or call someone. Right. Um, but equally, it's just as funny um, watching them trying to do the show. And a lot of the responsibility does lie with the sober actors as well. So much. Uh, the enjoyment you, you would get about 10 minutes laughs with, with free laughs with the mm-hmm. drunk person and then it's so much of it is on the sober cast to keep the show moving to improvise in Shakespearean vernacular to come up with rhyming couplets on the spur of the moment to push through the show and to make sure that we get to the end within that hour long time slot okay and what are the and I'm honestly not being boring about it but what are the health and safety implications of doing a show like this so what, what in the actual planning and setup of it because I presume you have to adhere to certain things so the company has to take care of the actors that's yeah. you know they're, they're legally obliged so, yeah, to do yeah, yeah. that yeah. so what's in place or, or is it secret what's well, well we have a, a rule book about this thick okay. uh, though it's full of stuff that uh, you have to study before you do shit face Shakespeare that is all based on things that have happened before in the past shit that's gone wrong that we have then learned from yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. go forward to make sure that never ever happens we again. don't learn from our mistakes <laughs> don't be ridiculous we Every make the same ones over and over we again we do but they are in this book even if yeah. we ignore them so um, what, sort of thing, what sort of thing has happened in the past that's well, re- I think regretful. When they, when they first started, things like joining the company, I'd say for me is, a, yeah, is number one regret. Massive regret, I'd say. Yeah, 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 ever beginning no. this. Sorry, Sherard, in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> um, so at the beginning, the drunk would kind of just have you know just do whatever they want, and it actually it's more it's more because that becomes a bit dull after a while. But okay, they yeah, have to yeah, be kept yeah. in check by um, we, so we have a compare on top of the five actors who are performing. We have a compare who will introduce the show. And they are also responsible for the actor during... The like a wrangler. Yeah, oh, like yeah, a wrangler. yeah, yeah. And that's actually one of the titles in the show as well. We, we all have jobs backstage, but we do have a wrangler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His job it is to make sure that they look after the drunk backstage. Yeah. But I've tried and, uh, to look after drunks. Isn't it fun? <laughs> no, no, not at all. But, uh, but um, you know, that can... The, the, the issue with it is, is how unpredictable somebody that's that drunk can be. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Sometimes when, we, when we say... And this, this is the thing as well. We, we do a show called Shitface Shakespeare and our actors have genuinely been drinking for four hours before the show. But we don't want people so hammered that they can't string a sentence. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, fun. Yeah. It's we not want, a good show. Yeah, we want people who are... 
and, and I'm sure everyone has felt this, when you're at a house party and you feel like you're the life and soul of the party, we want to get people just to that point, just seconds before Great, they go yeah, on okay. stage. And also adrenaline plays a massive part in it as well. Adrenaline is not to be underestimated. Well, adrenaline counters know. drunk, doesn't it? You know, yeah, it, it, it kind of makes counters. you feel like you're so we, we always say, normally what happens is that just before someone's going to go on stage, that adrenaline hits and right. they'll go, I think I need one more drink. And we'll have to be like, nope, you're no, you absolutely don't. fine. Oh, okay, you yeah, never yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And that happens nearly every single show. And even people who've been doing the show for a long time, they will beg for one more drink before they go on. You go, okay, no, yeah. you are in just the right... I can see you right now with my own eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're in exactly the right place. Because so, we've all sorry. been working together for ages. We know each other. We yes. know what kind of drunks each other is. Yeah. We, you know, we... There is also a, an element of you have to be a good drunk to be able to do this show. Yeah, you can't yeah. be one of those drunks who, like, they have a glass of wine and immediately they're on the floor wailing about their last boyfriend. Matt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Push can't learn Shakespeare as well. You yeah. definitely shouldn't be in this. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we yes. want people that are playful. Playful, and fun. And yeah. not, they're not going to be going around, like, trying to punch people. Don't yeah, take yeah, themselves like too seriously. Yeah. So, so how long have you, have you both been with the company for the same amount of time? And yes. Yeah, we, the same, yeah. we were yeah. in the same audition. Okay. You know, and how long do you see yourself doing it for? Or do you not? Do you not think about it in those terms? Not really. I mean, and everyone's on a rolling contract as well. And also, yeah. me and Bryony have both taken time away from the company and come back to it. We we know we're all a really good group of friends. And we always say when we're auditioning people that we're almost sort of looking for. We're looking for people who are great actors, but yeah, we're also yeah, looking yeah. for for friends. And it's it's a really amazing group of people yeah. and, and you have to have so much trust you yeah. have to really make yourself vulnerable in front of these people so, so it's really important yeah. that we all get on and care about each other but it's so much fun like as an actor this is one of this is probably the most fun show that I've ever ever worked right. on and, yeah. and people uh, we, you know we're really lucky when people pick that out in reviews as well when we, we did Australia recently we did a tour of Australia and loads of the reviews said that it was just infectious what we did you know you can tell that this is a group of mates having an amazing time on right. stage together and that is that is infectious and that's what we that's what we sell we sell so contrary wise to that do you never turn up at work and just go I wish none of us had to get pissed tonight I'd, I'd like quite <laughs> like to just do this show towards the end of Edinburgh yeah yeah <laughs> but also at the end of rehearsals you kind of look at this you, you, you know you've put together this what what we think is quite a you know quite a decent Shakespeare show like yeah, yeah, a, a yeah. good one hour version cut down version of a Shakespeare show yeah. you know we take it seriously in rehearsals and we get this show together and we're like isn't this a shame that no one's going to see this no show ever and also, yeah. but also how it impacts on you like once you're done when, whenever you're done with the show whenever you, you actually do leave and I presume you know if you train that to you then going to go well I'm going to actually just carry on doing my job that I was going to do and there might be quite an adjustment that to actually go back onto a stage and yeah. not, yeah, I, I certainly, sometimes. I think I had that. Although well, a lot of jobs I've done, most of the actors are drunk anyway. Oh, yeah, More yeah, drunk yeah, than yeah. in face Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, then yeah. it's genuinely being hidden, but it's not funny to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it is It is hard to go back, particularly just if you're on a long contract with a, with a show, with a play, for example, and you're just doing... You know the same show every night, and it's it's so different every night with shit faced. You don't know what's yeah. going to get thrown. How boring at you. is that to go and do exactly the same show every night but, and sell yeah, the exact yeah. same show to an audience every evening? We get to do something brand new every single night. We know the bare bones of the play, but what happens on stage, even for us, is completely you know up in the air. Yeah, and that's, yeah. But it does make us better performers when we go on to something mm. else because then we're more willing to play when we're on stage. <laughs> we're more willing to kind of. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> you're right down there. Ooh. Yeah, no, he's fine. Um, we're uh, we're more willing to uh, to let ourselves just be in the moment when we're doing other plays, which is really still important, even yeah. though you're doing the same show every night. You've got to be alive and in the moment. You've got to be willing to roll with things that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you do carry it over into your other work as well. Cool. Well, we, do we get to the bottom of the dates yet? No, we, 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 know, have, we know that Edinburgh. I Edinburgh, think you I'll deleted do, one I'll do, off screen. I'll do Edinburgh. Did I didn't know. I deleted that Father's Day tweet. Oh. Um, 
I, uh, I've i got the Bristow Square one, yeah. so I've got the Edinburgh one, so it's McEwen Hall, Bristow Square. But I've got on the here. Which is venue 302. Mm-hmm. Uh, 4th to 27th of August, start time 22.50. I had that start time one year in Edinburgh. Yeah, good 22. time. 22.50. Yeah. yeah. It was good the first time. Peacock and Gamble show that was. I'm desperately trying to look up this, the Romeo and Juliet one. So we've got it's it. It's the 20th of June to the 1st of September Boom, at the Leicester are. Square Theatre. Oh, okay, perfect. and also July the twenty fifth to twenty eighth, Great Yorkshire Fringe, White Rose Rotunda in Great Yorkshire. Great Yorkshire. <laughs> yeah. Yorkshire. Hey, thanks for coming in. Thank, Thank you so much. You know, best of luck with it and that. Thank and do you. look after yourselves as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, we oh, will. Yeah, we will. We look after each other. Yeah, yeah. there is that too. That's it. That's quite a noble <laughs> pursuit, isn't it? Uh, that was Brownie Raw and David Ellis with Shitface Shakespeare Studio. Uh, studio because it says fucking studio there I keep saying about studio thanks ever so much for coming in Jamie, appreciate it and we'll see you again another day thank you quite finished (laughs) such a big cheer I love that song quite finished I can't believe I just played that I only played that because I didn't have something queued up in time and I felt the interview drawn to a close and I didn't have something queued up in time so I literally just pressed the first song. thing that was there. Uh, what do you not, please don't tell me you don't like that song. Well, I spent all this morning taking fucking football songs off the system. That wasn't me. It wasn't me. I wouldn't mind hearing that by Shaggy, though. Right, put that on. I'll put that on right now. Thank you. <laughs> I just I hate football. I've got no shit at all. I don't. I'm not so a fan of football. So why would it be on... I think only one member of this team today is wearing a football hooligan T-shirt. One? There's a lot. Big toes. Oh, this team, Big yeah, toes. Loads of them are wearing, man. Oh, loads of them are about, yeah. There you go, I found it wasn't me. Did I, I told you about me and Robert Llewellyn singing this, didn't I? Um, he used to do it every week at Red Dwarf. Oh, nice. And so it's kind of Red Dwarf. I used to just start singing it, and Bobby's all, obviously all Crichton. He's, yes. he's dressed as Crichton and all the rest of it. And me and... Out of all of them on Red Dwarf, me and Robert interact the most yes. of a night because he come, uh, comes over and like dry humps my leg and stuff he's I like, like that that's a nice greeting yeah but he's really uh, there was one in the last series where there was loads of Crichtons in the show there were loads of that that android oh, in okay. the show loads of them and he concocted it so they all came over to me because it scares me a little bit like it actually does scare me a little mm. bit it's like really weird this character that you know from when you were a kid yeah. is like grinding against you and but obviously, the more uncomfortable I am, the funnier it is. So we sort mm. of play it along every week. But before that, I used to do a thing where I'd go, um, "Did I saw you in the shower," and he'd go, "It wasn't me, sir." And so he, <laughs> and he did it like that. But he, but I spoke to him recently about it. He doesn't even know the song. Oh right. So he's got no idea what he's doing. Oh, I didn't know. He, he was just shocking. did what I told. Him. I said, "Just say it wasn't me, sir." And he was like, "It wasn't me, sir." Oh. But we do it as a song. But he'd, he'd never heard the song. He probably doesn't. Does he listen to music? He's into gadgets and stuff. Does he listen to music? I yeah. think he probably listens to music. What's the other show he does? He's not an actual cars. robot. He's into cars or gadgets or something. Yeah, he does. Um, fully charged. That's it. He's big into. Um, we should get Bobby on. Let's get Bobby on. No, do definitely. No, I want to write that down. Robert Llewellyn, please, Toby, um, to you. Because he's not um, Bobby. He's he called Bobby. He goes by Bobby. No, probably not. We have to go to his agent, wouldn't we? Can't go. Hey, but can Bobby just tweet come on? Him. Oh, tweet him, Tobes. Thank just you. Just tweet him and say you come on Ian's show because he know he knows me. At in Boldsworth ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, Boldsworth ninety nine. That's, that, that's the year I was born. Birthday um, next week, isn't it? Yeah, it's yours as well. Eh? Yeah, we're what very close. No, I've not planned anything. Same. Can't Nothing be at all. I can't envisage a situation where I get any presents. Actually, John Beck sent me. A book I've this week. I've got something. He sent me some melatonin. Have you? What? Here we go. Oh, thanks, it's a little hairband for I you. Really appreciate it. Whose hairband was it? No, I do. It was in just in it. Why on earth would I do that? It's a nice present. Um, John Beck sent me a book called Sick in the Head, which is a book oh. interviewing lots of comedians. Okay. You? 
No, it's all American. It's uh, Judd Apatow wrote it. Oh, right, okay. And it's him interviewing like, Gary Shandling and Jim Carrey That's and people nice. like that, all them. Which I wanted the book for a while. Um, and he sent me some melatonin and he made me a card. He always makes me a card because he's a graphic designer. Yeah. And he made me a card which was the solo poster, but it was Bowlesworth. No, Beefcake, it fucking said. So, you know, the solo poster is, is solo and then yeah. behind it is the picture in the shape of the words. Yeah. If you're not saying it, you might not uh, it. I, I believe you. Well, he did that. It said Beefcake. And then and wrapping paper with my name on it and stuff. That's presents for like when you've been going out with somebody for five years. You're oh, dating I him. Oh, I know that. That's like not a present that you give to somebody <laughs> oh, you're not no, dating. No, 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 don't get me wrong. I know that. He, he thinks you're dating. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But you, oh, well, you're gonna have. No, he to, texts me all day, every day. <laughs> if you have to send anybody, constant text me. Dick pic. I don't think it can be me now. I think it has to send, be John Beck. I told you before there was a, a period of time where I genu- genuinely considered sending John Beck a dick kick. Dick kick. Yeah, kick yeah. him. That's yeah. a bit harsh. That's gonna hurt. After that present, no, a dick pic. I, I genuinely considered it. Whoa. As just sort of just a nice thing it, to do. I mean, yeah, I almost certainly if <laughs> like someone I honestly gave me did. that would be like... And I also thought maybe it would put him off as well. Oh, it's I not see. ace, my cock nut. Well, you said on the slap. On the slap, appalling. That means yeah, on, the, appalling. on the rise. No, on the so slap means in its, its most relaxed state. Yeah, so yeah, on the... pathetic. Okay, but that's pathetic. okay. John knows this. You've talked but about this before. But fine at the business end of the season, is okay. what I was saying. <laughs> but only fine. Only oh, fine. Right. It's not, you know... Hmm... Well, um, I think I once said he's not going to break anything, and I remember Ed saying, "Oh no, what about that time it broke that law in that leisure centre?" <laughs> that was really funny. Uh, I think you're a lovely couple, you and John, and, and it's yeah. like it's like a wedding anniversary. I present. just, I just like, I wouldn't be averse to it as a thing if it, if, if that was my thing. Oh, I just no, can't. Yeah. I, and you do you know gay. what? And also less likely with John Beck because I know him. Less likely. So to I'd what? be more likely to do gay stuff. Yeah. If we're talking about sexual stuff, I'm no problem with that. I'd do that, no problem. Yeah. With someone I didn't know. Okay. Like a one night stand sort of thing. I know. No issue with that at all. But somebody that I knew, it would feel weird. Then it would feel more emotive. And once it became emotive, it would be like, well, that's not what I'm into. I can understand that. Does that make sense? But that is a lovely present. So the the reason I can't have sex with John Beck is because I love him too much. Yeah, that's sweet, isn't it? Yeah. You don't want to ruin that. Can't ruin the friendship because we're already friends. So the mistake he made. Was becoming friends with me. Yeah. What he should have done is like follow me into like a train toilet or something. You should have had sex first. Service station toilet. Like all great relationships, sex wouldn't first, then friendship. Wouldn't want the relationship. Why? Because I just wouldn't. I wouldn't. Okay. Well, John, you know, at and least you've anyone, got nice friends. Any or any bloke when they're horny enough will put their cock into anything. Really. Definitely. Anything. So it I, I like have to, to be a person, not really. object. No, could be a dog. No, they wouldn't <laughs> stop it. No, That's if you're not true. you can't speak on behalf of all men. And I mean consensually as well. So what you would say is, is, is there's no way a dog can consent. That's exactly what I'm saying. If I get, can ever get to the end of a sentence, is the dog couldn't give consent, so you wouldn't be able to do that. So it has to be consensually. But then again, you could also argue that like a fridge door couldn't give consent. No, who's having sex with a fridge I'm, door? I'm just trying to think of things that I've had sex with in the past. A car. I've not had sex with a fridge door, but I did used to have in my shed. It's always shed when I was younger. And I used to have this, I don't even know what you call them, like a, like a little, uh, not even a table, like a little cupboard that's like yeah. a table, and you lift the lid and it's got storage in it. What would they be called? I don't know. Probably quite a simple thing. It's They'd be, the storage lifter. Whatever it was. And it had like a soft top, you could sit on it, and then oh. you could lift it up, and yeah, like that. And uh, over time, it got sort of worn away a little bit in one place. It, like in the middle of it. Mm. Just like wear and tear, not, nothing sinister went on. But then I, I remember one day looking at it and going, I could, like, I could definitely get my cock in there. Yeah. 
I, yeah, it's not it's not that unusual for objects. No, no, do you think I left it at the thought? No, I think you did it. I absolutely did Right. I. I just remembered... I lay face down on... If, if I could remember what they called this piece of furniture, then it would be, it'd be better to talk about it. Right. Whatever it is, little storage ca- case, crate thing, nice. lay down on top of it, pop myself into it, and rotted it. Uh, to completion. I know a female <laughs> that um, regularly... Well, we don't know if she did. used to regularly have sex with a kitchen roll holder. Okay. That used to be like... Not much giving that though, is there? Not much giving. When you it? say you know a female that did that, but she used to say her boyfriend wasn't often able to perform, so oh, okay. she used to go and so she just the, started the kitchen putting kitchen holder. utensils up herself. No, I don't know if it's an utensil. It's just the, the, the long thing that you put the kitchen. No, roll. I know what it is. So, <laughs> yeah. a lot, a lot longer but, than her boyfriend. Thanks for explaining what a kitchen yeah, roll yeah. holder is. <laughs> it could be a different type. Yeah, yeah, it could be yeah. like the bathroom, the toilet holder. What's like? Would she not like, have a? I mean, this is when I was like eleven or something. This that I did this. So I presume as an adult. Is she not financially solvent enough to actually buy a bespoke toy that is is for that? She used to just—I get like a, a vibrator. Well, yeah. So nowadays, yeah, yeah. if I if I wanted to put my cock into something inanimate, the flashlight. Yeah, they're not great. I, I once fucked one of those in half. Did I tell you about that? Yeah, you did. Like absolutely battered it. Oh, <laughs> I did, okay. and I didn't know whether or not I could take it back because I wanted no, to. Can't. First time I ever used it. No, I wanted to take it back. So like, this isn't fit for purpose. Right. And as I've said to you already. I'm not packing heat down there. I'm not like massive or anything like that. I'm just a regular average mm-hmm. size. So I, I should be able to fuck something that's meant to be, that is a sex toy that's meant to be fucked without fucking it to shreds. Yeah. And I wasn't going mental on it or anything. Did you keep the receipt? I was going kind of mental, but not not mental, men, you know. Mm. Didn't well, lose all control now. The kitchen roll holder stood up, apparently. She was still, she Wait, well, because that's right. So, but wouldn't you? Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't it make sense to just have something that is meant to be a sex no, toy? No, I can't say whatever your, whatever your thing what's is. What's the worst thing you've had sex with? What's Not the, worst, I but what's the, most un- <laughs> <laughs> what's the most. I know his name. What's the most unusual <laughs> thing? Don't. What's the most unusual uh, thing you've had sex with? That you've mm. used. Oh, do you know what? You don't have to have been inside penis. or anything like that. A penis. It doesn't have to have been, you know. Fully in or anything, like just something that you like. It, it could literally be leaning against the washing machine. Oh well, what I did like very much—it's not worse. It's, it's nice. It's when I was at a, when I was at a festival, and I remember being quite near the bassy speaker. Where I said right. to my friend, "Just give me two minutes, please." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, should we go and see someone else? I went, no, it's great. I'm great as I am. Great here, thank so you. So, what we did was just like leaning against it. Well, it's, I can actually feel it on the floor. The vibrations—it right. was so loud. So right. it was just quite—you know—it wasn't the, what you asked in, for the worst. Obviously, in your head, you were focusing on one area of your body, particularly of the feeling. In my brain, yeah. Come on. No, my downstairs brain. So, and did you um? How far along did you get? I mean, I didn't, but I just very much enjoyed the the vibrations of the, the bass. Wasn't it? Was it Howard Stern's show once? Where yeah, they did sat that? on the Supposedly did that. Yeah, apparently on his show. And then wasn't there an argument that it was like urban legend, and that even though it sounded like it, it just didn't really actually happen? I'm pretty sure I I saw it in the film Private Parts. Oh, of course, it was. In the, yes, yeah, it was. It that's was. That's where I saw but it. I'm pretty sure didn't the girl Probably say years later yeah, that, that she didn't? No, not that she didn't do it, but that she didn't actually orgasm from it. But she faked an orgasm. Yeah, that's it. probably true on his show. His show's very. Mm, what? Quite misogynistic, like isn't it? You're going to try to call it out. Should we call it out no, and start, no, 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 start no. a spat? No, I just know that he. he, he Given that Gaunt's not broadcasting anymore. Oh God, no, no, no. I just just some of the questions he asked, and also I watched that Jerry Seinfeld comedians in cars getting coffee mm. with him, and he doesn't like. He hates. I mean, I don't know the background between the Letterman Jay Leno. There's, there's there's been beef there, but he really hates Jay Leno, doesn't he? Oh, does he? Really hates him. Yeah. No, no. I bought a book the other day because I was out with Vegas, Johnny Vegas, mm-hmm. and he advised me to get a book. Um, called something 
But I did. I've, oh, I've bought it. The Late Shift. Okay. It's called. It's a book about Jay Leno and David Letterman. About yeah, because they fell out. Yeah. I believe they've sort of made up, but over okay. the years, I know. I know why. It's because Leno said he was quitting and Letterman was getting the. Do you know Show, and then they the other, I stayed at Johnny's house mm, um, the other night because we went to um, Saints, but they were playing at Leeds, so we mm-hmm. went to Leeds and uh, to see this game. And we were two St. Helens fans amongst I reckon three or four thousand Leeds fans, right slap bang in the middle of them as well. Mm-hmm. And um, and Johnny does this thing as well where he gets very upset when people just just take his photo. Without without asking, yeah, I think it's in, well, it is increasingly bothering him. Yeah, like he'll he'll stand and take selfies all day with people to come and ask. Yeah, um, but people actually just slyly taking a photo of him, sort of. It's an invasion of privacy. It actually, is an invasion yeah. of privacy, whether you're in public or not. Um, so he gets pissed off about that. Um, so he'd been doing it as he walked through Leeds, you know, and he took selfie after selfie after selfie. There's one point where I just said, "Are you not sick of your own fucking name?" Because it's just like constantly, Johnny Vegas, Johnny Vegas, Johnny, 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 you know, yeah. like all the time. Yeah. And um, in fact, at the pub that we went to first near the station, there was a bloke's retirement party upstairs in a private function room. And two people, he went out for a cig, Johnny. So I was like chatting with him. And two people from that group said, will you come and like just say, you know, congratulations oh, no. on your retirement and that. And he was like, in fact, it was dead funny because he went, oh, I don't fancy it. <laughs> And he went, what does he do? He went, oh, he works on the trains. He went, nah, I thought that. <laughs> right, and when the bloke went, all right, no, fair enough then. And then we both just started laughing. Because he was, obviously he was going to go and do it. Yeah, while. of course. Yeah. And he went up, and it was actually, as we were leaving the pub, I went, you've got to go and do your thing. And he went, oh, should we just go? And I went, no, no, you've said you'll do yeah, the thing. Go and do the thing. Yeah, otherwise you'll leave, and then there'll be bad That made it sound like he wanted to go, you know, he, no, but we, were, just, we were rushing yeah. to the ground. So he went up, and... Um, and it was one of the sweetest things I think I've ever seen in my life. Oh, like no. it really was. And the bloke was like really touched and was really. The bloke oh. acted as if it had been all set up for weeks. Oh. Like it was surprise, surprise or something. That's not sweet. That's and, nice. and Mike was like, like really properly made a fuss of him and like, and everyone was laughing at that and was going, you know, about what he thinks about trains and all that. It was really lovely. It was genuinely lovely. So, <clears throat> anyway, so we went. So it'd been happening in the pub and he, and he just went, excuse me. And they're like, what? And he's like, other people have asked. You know, that's what he'll say. Mm-hmm. But when we're in the middle of the stand and people were doing it, and he went, excuse me, and I went, mate, you know that I absolutely back you morally on this, that I completely agree with you, that, you know, that it is rude and all the rest of it, but just for the next 80 minutes, just fucking let them take your picture, mate. Just don't, like... Why? Because you don't want to kick off... Because we're the... amongst all these Leeds right, fans. Okay. They're perfectly lovely, by the yeah, way. Yeah. And it rarely kicks off at rugby matches. It does something, but very, very rarely. So it was good-natured. And luckily what had happened was um, Leeds went into the lead... Yeah, and it looked like they were going to win, so we're getting shit tons of abuse. Yeah, good natured abuse. But when Leeds scored their last try, he went, "Hey, take that back to fucking Benidorm, Johnny." And I could feel him getting a bit like we had a drink stuff. I could feel him, and he just went, "I'm not been in it for two fucking series." And then he started on someone else, and you with a fucking thousand yard glare, like you've killed a prostitute, and all this sort of stuff. But he was like laughing, it was, right. and, and they were laughing. But there was a little edge getting to it. And then Saints scored. Yeah, and you e- Equal the score. Yeah. Right, we cheered, and they'd all gone quiet and that. Mm. And then we went up the other end and dropped a goal. So fucking another one point. So we went into the league by one point, and the game ended. And it was like, this could go either way. But it was. I was really glad Leeds had gone into the lead, because it meant then it was fair game then. It was like, oh, so when we were losing, it was fine. Yeah. When you're losing, we can't give it back in the same way. And I think that was sort of mutually accepted, and it, it was fine. And, he, and he's again, he's taking photos with people, most of it. But 
that's besides the point. We then went to Bradford um, and had a drink with a female rugby team. Well, let's never speak of that again. And then we went back to St. Helens. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I had another drink at his house. I you know, chatted into the night and that. I, and I didn't want to go to bed because I thought, I don't want to leave him down here when we're both pissed and that. You know, yeah. that's what it felt like. I need to make sure he's gone to bed and he's all right. But I was proper flagging and I went, I've got, mate, I've got to go sleep. So I've got to get up in two hours and I've got a long day. I had the Billy Joel concert mm. and that. So I went up to the guest bedroom thing and I said, are you going to go to bed? He went, I'm following you up now, mate. I'm going to follow you up now. My head, the second it hit his pillow, I fell fast yeah. asleep. I was that tired. Uh, my alarm went off um, and I got up. Because he said he was getting up at 10 to make a breakfast. He bought all ingredients in to make a, a breakfast yeah. bloomer thing right to make a bit of a fuss so I went downstairs thinking there's no way he's got up but I'll see if he has went downstairs no sign of him at all and he should be cooking breakfast at this yeah, point yeah. according to his own rules no sign of him at all so it occurred to me I didn't know where his bedroom was in the house because it's kind of a big house in yeah, St. Helens and, yeah. and I didn't know where it's not like a mansion yeah, but, it's, but you know I was like I don't know which is his bedroom so I texted Bev and said I don't know he's not up and I don't know where his bedroom is and she told me where it was and I went up not so I went Mike 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 nothing oh god text Bev again and said he's not answering she went oh he's a heavy sleeper you can just go in and you're fine he doesn't sleep in the nude or nothing went in just not in there and at that moment I thought what if he's dead oh god why is that your first thought no I really did I really did I thought what what if he's dead okay but he's obviously not because and I thought of it obviously it's my friend and I'd be mm-hmm. fucking heartbroken if he died and also there was the element of famous person dies last person in their house with them is me mm. so I'd, I'd at the very least have to be interviewed you would be <laughs> and I was like oh fuck what's and like I was like surely he can hear me wherever he is in the house surely he can hear me shouting his name and then Bev texted me and went dead called it and I was like don't even joke about it I'm serious I'm right. like really worried so I went downstairs, yeah, and the cellar door was open, right, right, and it's steep steps down to the cellar. Okay. And I was like, I can't even look. I put my light on my phone. I was like, I can't even look. Right. Where if is he's he? at the bottom of these steps now, yeah. Fucking, I don't, I don't know what I'll do. Mm-hmm. And I just, I did it so slowly. Looked down and said, no sign of him at all. And he's just fast asleep on the sofa in the living room. And that wasn't the best. It was a big, good build-up. Well, we know he's not dead. I mean, yeah. that, that would be... It would be poor if I'd said to his yeah, family... That's the way you announced it. Can I, can I announce this, please, on my food bar show on yeah. Monday? <laughs> can you keep it to yourselves? I remember... Do you remember when he came on this... Well, it was not this show. It was with you and Ed, um, like, years and years ago. And yeah. he went... He was having a meeting in the pub downstairs. Yeah. And so, because I hadn't met him, I'd spoken to him on the phone. And when I went in there, he he thought I was there for an order, like a selfie too. At oh, first. did he? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. no, I'm with Ray and Ed. So Honestly, like, it's non-stop. But I can imagine it from here it must be really annoying. Well, just no, really, I don't really think annoying. it annoys him. I don't because I, I think he's a gregarious person yeah. by nature. Then, in, a, in a social situation, I think in, in himself he's, he's very insular and quiet. Yeah. But I don't think it annoys him, and I think he's appreciative when people are nice to him, and I, I think you, he likes having a chat. You miss them when they're not around anymore. And suddenly, uh, no, one, no one's say, interested. Yeah, does say you would. Yeah. But what was annoying me? Well, mm. what's annoying for me is I'm always stood to the side, and I'm like, sort of like, come on, come yeah. on. And I would never drag him away from someone. But there is that feeling of like. Oh, I've been with him two hours and I've not spoken four words to like, yeah, do you know what I, I mean? That, that, yeah. Um and people are very can be kind of rude to whoever the person's with, you know. Mm. They're, but they're not interested in you, are they? Of course they're not. Just, just Although I did, I did some selfies at least. No, I don't mean you specifically, I mean the person. Yeah, that but I'm just saying that, that I did with. some I did yeah. some selfies at least. I'm just saying yeah. that. I'm um, just putting that on the record that I did so much didn't do a thousand like some people. 
Um, but it was like the second half kicked off, and we were still because he'd gone down for a smoke, and I'd gone down with him. And I heard the second half kick off, so we're not in the ground. Mm-hmm. We're just outside the ground. Mm. And I'm like, the players are out. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm coming now, mate, coming now, mate. And more people came over. Yeah. And they were going, who do you think's going to win, John? Who do you think's going to win? And I actually went, well, it's a fucking quick way of finding out. Well, yeah, you, you can't pretend to have an interest in the game if you stood outside having selfies with the bloke off the telly. Yeah, yeah. Just get back in the ground and watch the game if you care about the rugby. Well. So put that on the record. Le- Leeds fans are dicks. Let's get the next guest in. <laughs> They're not dicks. Some of them are, but they're not. What, what song do you, oh, you wanted? Uh... I'd like to hear Cool Rider, please. Oh, like? Oh, no, that's his shaggy, yay. Open up, man. Uh, we're back in a minute with Elliot James Language. And then we're all going home. You made a catch you? I don't know how I let this happen. All the little evidence of the of him off. Pick by your hands up, go off it up. But it's about a gun. Is that enough of it? It's a bit harsh. No, Is that enough of it for you? It's not even a fade out for Shaggy. Yeah, I've had enough. I've had no, Shaggy. We're running out of time on the show. I know. Because, um, sorry, there's been an admin error on the show today. Um, and uh, a producer who usually is, like, sort of average has been, like, A-game. particularly poor today in booking guests and she put you off at the same time. <laughs> so we're joined now by Elliot James Language and we're going to be speaking about the film Habit. Mm. Uh how are you, man? I'm good, I'm You're good. Right. Yeah, Have you been in, like, ages? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no, it's not oh, too bad, not too okay. bad. Sorry, no, apparently, no, you have, apparently. It's nice and chilled in here, it's a nice bit of air con, so it's been... I had to put that on. I got <laughs> in here today and it was boiling in here. It's because you're wearing a coat con. in summer. I put my coat on, it's literally, coat, from the Elliot, pub, from the pub to here. But it's a coat. And it's not a thick it's coat. Hot. It's like, like a thick coat to you. Yeah. Yeah, it does, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Welcome other. to the show, Elliot. Thank <laughs> you. Go marry each other, go marry each other. We'll be chatting to you, that's all right, we're out of time. Habit is, uh, it's a film basically about the underbelly, the underground sort of side of Manchester. Okay. And um, it's about a young guy that's struggling, he's on the dole, he's, he's trying to find a job, he's trying to find a purpose. And uh, he basically ends up running into this this other character, Jessica mm. Barden, and um, she ends up going, I'll you know, get you a job. And then um, his life kind of changes when he gets this job at a CD massage parlour. Oh, nice, okay. So uh, it all goes a bit downhill from there. Are you oh. the boy? I am, yeah. Okay. So you're the, are you the lead in it then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how's that? Um, yeah, it was fun. I, 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 uh, it was a bit of a weird one for me because um, I got a call from my agent on like Friday afternoon and they were like, uh, so can you read the script, but you've got like a couple of hours, um, get back to us what you think. And um, I read it, really enjoyed it. It's something totally different for me. And uh, they were like, okay, do you want to do it? It's mm. the lead, obviously. And like, okay, well, when does it start? And basically what happened was they'd had um, another lead actor that had pulled out last minute. They'd done okay. a couple of days with him um, and it hadn't worked out. So they, they basically were panicking. They needed to get the shoot back on the go. And um, so this was Friday afternoon. And they were basically like, you need to come up to Manchester tomorrow morning, do your costume fitting and everything else. We start shooting on Sunday. So you're straight in. So yeah. did they just offered you the part? It wasn't like an audition or anything? No, so but I mean, it was just because there was lack of time. Normally, you didn't go through kind yeah. of realms don't, of don't auditions. Don't say that. No, it's because they, they <laughs> you straight, you, you, perfect It's for because the they knew I'd be perfect. Immediately just said, no, that was only yeah. because they didn't have time. If they could have checked, <laughs> I might not have got it. <laughs> got to say, yeah, yeah, that happens to me all the time, man. Yeah. There's a list yeah. of 100 people and I was very yeah, lucky. Yeah, 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 but you're top of the list. Yeah, exactly. And then, oh, how about this? In all the rest of your interviews, just say, I oh, know, I took the part, then I realised I couldn't do it. And then they got someone else in who obviously just wasn't up to the job. So <laughs> they shit can them and came back to me and said, look, can you do this? And we'll, like, triple your money. I'm like, OK, yeah. <laughs> OK, fine, then I will do it. That's a great yeah. version of the truth. Yeah, and, I, and I just didn't go to my dad's birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even think the other actor had to come out. I think they got rid of him specifically to get you I in. I think that's he what happened, actually. Counsel. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. You're right, actually. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's yeah. Like, what it one of the things, what do they call it when, you know, there's, like, far right groups that believe that certain terrorist atrocities are completely staged. 
they and that they have actors they have a pool of actors that go out and play victims and stuff yeah. oh, God. they do like all oh, Breitbart and all that they think they have such conspiracy theorists that they're like I've heard one say that 9-11 was just completely staged oh, yeah. and that everyone you saw on the news was actually an actor yeah, they have oh, conspiracy. Wow. Yeah, the moon landing, that. Well, the moon landing is slightly different because you know there's there's an there is an argument for that. Oh, we're going. No, yeah. the, I, I, <laughs> no, the, no, but there is an there is. An, I yeah, understand yeah. the argument more with that, but I, but I don't I don't believe in either. But I, I don't right. believe that they had thousands and thousands of actors mm. at nine eleven. Budget film. Well, and, and, then, and not one of them has since said. No, right. Not yeah. one of them has since come clean well, on it. Wasn't there? A, they said it was like a huge director that directed the the moon landing, the, the whole thing, yes. and they shot it. Uh, yeah. Who was it? it was, um, no, they, they, it, it was intimated that Stanley Kubrick yeah. Yeah. Um, was asked to do it and didn't oh, do it. Okay. And that um, one of the arguments is that. Uh, for it that that he was asked because he never said he was asked mm. that was never a public statement from Kubrick but the kid in The Shining has an Apollo 11 shirt on mm. so the conspiracy theorists think that that was Stanley Kubrick and, like giving the just wink the, and yeah. just saying that it was and Barry this guy I do this podcast with also said to me um, that uh, all work and no play Max Jack a dull boy yeah. whatever so one word in that something Oh no! All, all. So all yeah. in that means Apollo Eleven. <laughs> oh <my laughs> that's God. what he reckons. Yeah, because that's a clue. So all oh in God. that. It's I really don't think niche, so. It is quite clues. niche. Yeah, but, you know. yeah. Or just fucking idiotic. Some people, <laughs> some people need that niche, don't they? To. Is, and is, it, is this your first um, starring role? Um, it's not my um, my first leading film was Northern Soul, which was a couple mm. of years ago now. So it was. I knew someone in that. Yeah. Can you um, name the cast? Name the cast. Um, Steve Coogan. Um, oh God, I'm like you put me Steve, on Coogan. Steve Coogan. It was Brendan Reese in it. Who? Bre- is it Brendan Reese? No, I don't think so. Maybe it wasn't him. If he is, I'm in trouble. <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe it wasn't him. I'm trying to think of the lad's name. And I, I might have got the wrong name. It doesn't, um, matter, it doesn't matter. Go on. Actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a comic as well. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, James Lance was in it. Oh, he's been on the show, isn't he? Remember we had him in. He came. You I, I see his play at no, the no. Park I was about theater. to say I thought he came in twice, but he didn't. No, we saw once. him again. We went, we went to go out. and see his play. Yeah. He was a nice boy. Really yeah, nice guy. Really nice. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. He's lovely. I didn't think I would like him for some reason. I don't know why I didn't think I would. He has got a face that you think uh, might not like him. Might oh. be the characters he's played. Maybe. So it, might, it might be what uh, I knew predominantly from Partridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I think because I didn't like that character right. as a human well he proved he's a very good actor when he came in he was lovely wasn't he lovely and, then he, guy. and he proper looked after us that night when we went yeah, out great, did, show. Yeah. great hair really lovely good. hair yeah he's lovely nice hair. He's proper thespian as well everything was very lovey wasn't it I liked that <laughs> I didn't find him that way I at did. all no, I did he was everyone's darling you just think if someone <laughs> do you think no, if, if, if someone hugs oh, really? someone they're a fucking thespian is what she thinks oh yeah that's the thing isn't it I hug yes. a lot yeah, yeah. people that you haven't met before like Okay. Yeah. Stand yeah. Up we have enough actors. I can tell which ones are the thespians that are in here. I meet a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, we have actually met a few on this show. Well. <laughs> yeah, we have. Yeah. Um, so Northern Soul. Well, that was kind of, and that was kind of like an. It was. I would call that a sleeper hit. I would call mm. Northern Soul. Thank you. Yeah. That, well, that's. Yeah. I hope. Well, I hope so. Yeah. It was. It was a film that no one really expected to go anywhere, and I think the director put so much love and attention into it that when it finally came out and yeah. people started to word of mouth it kind of grew and um, yeah. it was a lot to do with the Northern Soul fans though because they, they kind of campaigned for the film to be in more cinemas and it ended up going from like 
five screens to like 150. Oh really? 160, okay. So yeah, yeah. It was really down to them, but um, yeah, that, I mean, that for this as well, Habit was so different to that. That was one of the reasons. Like, I'd been playing a lot of Northerners since Northern Soul, and I was kind of trying to avoid it. But then when I read the script for this, I was like, this is so different right. that I, I can't mm. not do it because it's just, even though it is a Northern character, he's just totally different. Um, that was kind of one of the things that so appealed. So it's, it's an independent film, though, isn't it, mm-hmm. I guess? And it's, yeah. um, I don't know the novel of Habit. Is it really famous? Um, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a cult, yeah, it's a cult. People, yeah, say so it's a cult book, so I, I presume it's, um, it sounds you know, like people know it, but it's not yeah, yeah. A huge. It sort of sounds like the sort of book that I would read. Yeah, it does. Apparently like, the book is great. I say apparently because well, I never got a chance to read the script, let alone... No, that, yeah, but that's yeah. good, I think. I think that's a good thing to mm. not... Well, don't um, worry about the book right now. I go to the cinema on the 29th of June when it's released to watch me? the film first. Yeah, I don't know about I'm the book the now. Read, read the book afterwards. Yeah, book afterwards. When Sometimes it's better to do it that way. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh. Do you know what? I had this discussion the other night <laughs> with someone, with Johnny, I had mm-hmm. this discussion about Monster Calls. Oh. Because I said that I hated the film. And, and he just said... You're mental. It was, it was like it was one of the best films I've ever said. And then you read the book and you went now. And I said, Well, I had read the book. So I think that the, the film of A Monster Calls is a brilliant adaptation, not a brilliant adaptation, it's not an adaptation. Mm. It's a brilliant lifting of that story onto the screen. And I just sat through it thinking, I think this should be a book. I think it's right that it's a book, given what the book did to me. But the other way around, I've also heard it, people have seen the film and not enjoyed the book as much. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because there's quite a big spoiler in A Monster Calls. Right. Like mm. actually about what it's actually about and what's going on. Mm. But, well, that will, can do it. If I've read a book and there is a big spoiler, I've, if I know going into the film what the spoiler is, it's the same when they do remakes of films and I think, well, I know what the big spoiler is, so I don't really want to watch this remake. Cause, right. Or the book. It's kind of ruined, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure Habit doesn't have one, so you should definitely read the book and uh, see the film. Of is the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is it, not, it sounds like it's sort of. Thing it does that sound like there could be a big reveal at the end of Habit, but don't reveal it now. No, there's a couple of things. Just reveal it now, actually. Just say Just now, so, yeah. I'm, I'm going the rubber <laughs> on the 20th. Yeah, I um, well, I, I don't want to give don't. it away totally. No, definitely it, don't. But, but it's we, in cinemas, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. what sort, what kind of size release has it got in cinemas? Um, I think it's got a, it's a fairly small release because you know yeah. it's a low budget film. But um, apparently, it's going to showcase cinemas. Okay, um, that's all right. I believe every man as well. So it's kind of you know the more independent cinemas, smaller yeah, yeah. trains. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just great, really, this day and age to get a cinema release because it's yeah. so difficult for yeah. films of this size to get out there and get you know be seen. Yeah, um, yeah. Unless they're on Netflix or something. Well, so I would say, I was going to say, with Jessica Barden doing really well in the end of the fucking world yeah. on Netflix show, that's going to open up to a more, an international yeah, audience yeah. as well, I think. And she then she that's a great series. And she's mm, been, and yeah, no, brilliant. Point. So that's... But it's a vote of faith, isn't it? In, in yeah. The fact that it gets a cinema release at all is a vote yeah. of faith in an indie film. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so it's sort of like... You, I guess part of, part of the job is already done because it's yeah. like okay well the people that make the decisions and they don't make them lightly mm. have, have given the go ahead for this to have a cinema release yeah exactly I mean it's, it is one of those films as well you, you, if you're a horror fan and you're in that sort of you know genre fan you're going to enjoy this film but you know there are going to be some people that are not going to want to see it because mm. they're just not into horror um, what level of horror is it? Um, I wouldn't say it's not like a out and out scary scary film but okay. there is a lot of gore in it and uh Nudity and it's kind of it's got a bit of everything you need really. How, n- how nude do you get in yeah. it? How nude do I, I get? F- yeah. Full bell. Do you? Um, <laughs> do you get no, full nude? No, no, no. I, I, mm, I do, but you don't necessarily okay. see. It. They've cut it quite nicely for me, quite kindly. How um, were, you, were you feeling being full nude on a set? Oh, I've done it before. It was fine. Literally that confident. That confident. Uh, so, good thing. So then this goes back to the conversation we had before. So on the slack, are you like? 
<laughs> no, no, no you should I'm, say that Ian, not, Ian like, said the before slack. on the Slack he doesn't on feel the like there's a lot Fucking to work right with. Off, right? <laughs> I, I have looked down in the right temperature. I can look down. It's just skin, <laughs> oh, right? God. Right, skin on top of a walnut shell. Right, <laughs> right off. But it's all right when everything's all. Surely you have to prepare. You have to prepare for a scene like that. You That's can't what go I mean. Cold. Well, I, I had uh, um, <laughs> Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes talking about it when they did the Zach and Miri that film. Make a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Mewes like comes out full out at, yeah. the, at the end, mm. and Kevin Smith said he caught him like getting himself ready and getting himself oh, and get a bit get, get a bit of blood in it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which I was going to do before a kidney stone operation because I was that paranoid about it. Because <laughs> oh it was the only way in, and I actually started considering if I just get <laughs> if I just do a few windmills, <laughs> will it be more presentable when, <laughs> when I'm under anaesthetic? <laughs> and that's just you in a hospital, not in front of camera, yeah, lots yeah, of cameras yeah. and being on set. I didn't stretch. have that operation. Do you remember? I, I passed it the night before. Oh yeah, it's really weird. So you, so yeah. So to go back to my question about your cock, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so you're confident enough to just wander around with your cock out. I mean, the first time I had to do it for a part, I can't even think what it was now. The first, so you're, are you known in the industry as being <laughs> the, the, go, the go-to jobs. guy? Yeah, yeah. they know this guy. He's gonna yeah. get his dick out. Um, no, I, I think I, <laughs> the first time I had to do it. Damn was, you, um, Warburg! Was it, there, there was a I, I did Hollyoaks for a bit, and there was a scene. Obviously, Hollyoaks, you don't see any nudity. No, yeah, not at six pm. No, 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 it was Hollyoaks later, uh, and there was a scene yeah. where I had to run for a field naked jump over some people having a picnic and then dive behind a wall and they told me at the time that there was a mattress or something to land on okay. behind this yeah. wall I run I'm fully naked all the, all the extras are going oh, as I jump over them get behind this wall and I just fully dive because I know the camera can see me nothing it's just concrete oh, so yeah, it's hit the floor like a, ja- like a javelin landing yeah, yeah. Oh, that was God. the first time so once no I, modesty pouch though is there something um, there was it fell off I was running <laughs> of course so yeah. look, it's, it's, yeah. he's alluding to it and it's like yeah. yeah there was but it couldn't fucking contain <laughs> stay on. it couldn't I mean how long do you think a modesty pouch is going to last before it perishes <laughs> under the pressure <laughs> you've, had, you've asked a lot of actors about this in the new scenes I, I don't think I have there's been definitely a few that we've talked about modesty pouches I think you might be thinking of one of your other bitches because I don't think I have you have definitely I can remember who's I can name some of the actors but you were just kind of like and so on the set of this when you're nude and it's a question that comes up quite a lot he brought up the nudity I never that's mentioned true, it that's true yeah, no you didn't he said there was gore in it and oh, the nudity yeah, okay, you no, did say enough, there was yeah. I wasn't necessarily pointing me yeah being but you were sure, sort of like yeah. giving the wings sort of like there's nudity right? I think you know what I'm saying like, I like the robbers is in my shit <laughs> at what stage in your career do you think you're going to put the beast away <laughs> I think I've got a lot of jobs a lot of jobs yeah I've got to prove myself to right. uh, is, uh, yeah sell, sell your body and your uh, nudity I think you should you know I think you should I think you should make it a, a thing about you that, that you're always nude and like you McGregor he used to do that like, all, all the time yeah, he like loved full it. frontal he yeah he would every scene I feel like he had scenes written in especially and he, they were mm. like we don't need it you in this one Ewan but that's what I'm starting to do with my contracts now I'm like, just, just a little bit of cock what do, you think, what do you think that is in this, I remember it like from train That's spotting. That's actually weird. Yeah. What you just said is uh, Nat's Twitter bio. <laughs> um, what, uh, I don't even hear we spot. What do you think that is then? Somebody that wants to do that. Well, wants he, to show. I don't mean was, you. I mean like McGregor. He was not. He was. He is well endowed. You and McGregor. Not that well endowed. Yeah, I thought is so. He? When I watched train spotting, I was like, yeah. Was just, he? Yeah, I pretty don't much. actually remember fully, but um, I don't remember it being like a baby's arm or anything. It wasn't like. But it was. I don't know. Are you growing confidence in your own? Yeah, I'm feeling. Now. I'm not feeling as bad now. <laughs> I don't know what the right size is. Maybe there's a right, different right size for everybody. Whatever's right for you. Exactly. It's not right for me. <laughs> it's not ideal. Well, that was. I think that sold your film. <laughs> um, so it comes out 29th of June. Next yeah. week. It's called Habit. And um, are you proud of it? Yes, I, I, I mean, every film I do, I just try and put 
everything into it, quite literally. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, uh, I always come out partially naked yeah. and thinking that I am proud yeah. of that. Lost yeah, yeah, the modesty yeah. pouch along the way. Exactly. That's gone. Yeah. Well, at least there was a choice of a modesty pouch in the, the past. Job. He said, no, one. I don't need so. one. <laughs> I think it meant choice of sizes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, because normally you just bring one, I'm like, well, that's not going to then be brought out a Tesco bag. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I think that's the, that's the telling thing, isn't it? Is if you actually feel proud of something mm. at the end. And if you feel like, you know, that sort of the job's done. Have you filmed anything else in the meantime? Um, yeah, there's been a few things. Uh, just to finish the film called um, Killers Anonymous. Okay. Which, um, uh, with Tommy Flanagan um, oh, from yeah. uh, Sons of Anarchy and stuff. Good, it's yeah. about a group of assassins that basically go to a self-help group once a week to help themselves deal with the fact they kill people for a living. Is so that a like comedy a dark, or is it? A dark comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds yeah. nice. That sounds, that sounds really nice. Good, yeah. yeah. So does have it. Um, well, look, man, it's been. I'm so sorry about the time mix-up and that, but oh, literally good. not my fault. <laughs> um, but it's been a pleasure chatting with you. Best of luck with Habit. Yeah, 29th of June me. in cinemas. Um, you can Google and stuff, you'll find him. Uh, Elliot James Language, thanks ever so much. Uh, Thank also, you. thanks to Brownie Raw and Dave Rellis from Shitface Shakespeare. You've got uh, Ma- the hip-hop the mouse, show. Mouse up next, no Sarah. No Sarah, just the mouse today. And reveal. And what? Reveal coming in. Reveal? Co-host, yeah. Oh, yeah, and a reveal. Yeah, it's, 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 a lot of like, people uh, do. Same you do. A rapper, isn't he? Yes, he is, yeah. actually. Go and enjoy that. See you in a bit. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.